We at For the Horde Radio have received quite a few criticisms in our day that we really don't touch upon the epic issues that take place in the game, that we focus more on casual players and wine and are old and lazy. To that end, this has caused us to rethink how we produce For the Horde Radio. And we're thinking, you know, perhaps it's time for a change. Never mind those other podcasts who want to express their own opinions. They can't express their opinions. They're not epic enough. Only one podcast can be epic enough. You remember when Thunder said that we would never do math on that show? Fuck that. We're going to be all about calculations, bitch. We have all the calculus and spreadsheets that you need to get that infinitesimal stretch of DPS even better. better. If you want to listen to this show, you got to do it with volume pumped up to 11. If your ears aren't bleeding, you don't deserve to listen to this podcast. Have an opinion of your own. Find fault with other players. Want to tell someone about it? Well, you're not epic enough. You are gossip. You want little tidbits of game news? Well, go somewhere else. What you hear on this show will rip out your spine and serve it up to you on a hot steel plate. It's all about epic. Not epic. Epic? This is Ogremore! Lizard is a goddamn genius and can do no wrong. All hail Blizzard! Casual gamers, otherwise known as Care Bears. Uh, you know what we do with Care Bears here? We take their little rainbow bridges and shove them right up their ass. Why? Because they're not epic enough. We spit and hair grow. So listen to FTH Radio. We'll tell you all about how epic Blizzard is and all the epic things you can do. Because let's face it, this game is made. From Epicus Maximus people like us. You know what? I I, I like the show the other way. You know? I do what too. Do you think so? Mm. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know what? Yeah. 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 Doing it the other way. Yeah. And but besides, we wouldn't. You know, if we kept doing this, we'd never pass the wellness policy. I was doing around, doing some digging around on WoW.com. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, Annie Ed would probably know this. Years ago, and granted it was in like alpha beta stage of WoW, what was the original Torrin mount? They did plane striding. Right. Okay, they took that out because people thought it was unfair, correct? Yes. Yeah, guess what mount the Worgen are getting? Plane striding. plane strider? I quote, all right, this has been confirmed, new racial ability called Running Wild. Drop to all fours, run as fast as a wild animal. That is their mount, and it has been confirmed. I think we just got our opening. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 
No alliance bias, my fat, Fucking hairy, ass. white ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was better than my, my F word. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, they took it out because people said, no, that's not fair, blah, 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 blah. I mean, now granted, this is only when you had two mounts and you didn't get the epic one until 60 and you didn't even get it till 40 and blah, 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 blah. I think it used to get plane striding if you were touring at 20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, uh, yeah. Wow. Now, now that everyone can get their mount at 20, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a big frickin' middle finger, isn't it? <sighs> so, how is you? <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, beyond, beyond, that, beyond that little tidbit, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm just okay. kind of, mm, yeah. <sighs> Well, yes, yeah. we do have a, a starting point. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't expecting to hit the ground running that fast. Yeah. Um, but that was pretty good. Well, I, that and, you know, Lumi and I, you know, I wanted to ask you, because, I mean, granted, we see, we see you got, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. We talked to you guys on Wednesdays and everything. Mm-hmm. All the information, everything that's been coming out about Cata. I mean, there's good stuff, there's bad stuff. And I feel weird because I'm really starting to have doubts along the lines of, is this something worth continuing on in? Because unfortunately, it's getting to the point where it's starting to sound like WoW is just... Stagnant. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Beth. And, and I know, Zath, you mentioned that, especially with one of your buddies who's in beta and said that, you know, yeah, it's all new yeah. and everything, but it's still the same. It's, exactly. It's the, it's the same with better water. Exactly. He, oh. he, was, he was really excited to get into the beta, and it, made, and it drove him to quit. Ed, to quote you, better hills. <laughs> Just look at those That's hills. That's right. Look at those, those rolling hills, those yes. Rolling hills. <laughs> Look at that very vibrant fake water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that that's something Lumi and I have been talking about very seriously because I did reserve, like, collector's edition. Not like, <clears throat> and turn into a valley girl. I did reserve a couple collector's editions of Cata. And there's a side of me that's honestly wondering if I shouldn't just, you know, like, cancel that and recoup my, recoup my costs. Mm. Well... It's one of those things, it's so hard to tell, because even in beta, so much changes between beta and release. Yeah, and the big thing that, that Lumi and I were talking about was like, you know, even if we did kind of walk away from WoW, we're really, really hesitant because, well, A, I really like playing with you guys. I don't want to give that up. I like staying exactly. in contact with you guys. Yeah. And that, that is a major big chunk of the game for, for me and Lumi is having such good friends like y'all. Yeah, I, okay. I'm in the know. same boat. I'm in the same boat. No, I am too. I mean... And to hear, I don't know if you heard my wife shout it. That's not a line of bullshit either. We're not blowing smoke up your ear. But we really got to get a mic system going for you and Lumi <laughs> so that we could get her on without that hideous echo you guys get. <laughs> At times, I think if we just... Well, I, part of the solution would be is if we moved our, like, computers to different rooms, but then it's kind of like... Oh. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, no. I could just imagine trying to move my computer anywhere. No. Mm. <laughs> I have a huge octopus under my desk here. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can just stand behind him and hover and, and be a, an annoying wife, you know, like tapping him and say, let me know when this gets annoying. 
<laughs> we could have we could call the episode Thunder's Conscience. <laughs> Thunder, Thunder's better half is better. But... There we go. I was thinking that. Well, see, I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> I was thinking it really loud. So there's a situation though. It's just that okay, we got a lot of friends. We don't want to lose contact with said friends. Mm-hmm. And yet, granted, I talk to you guys on Wednesdays. But then again, it's kind of like, I wouldn't be doing that if I hadn't met you guys via the game. Yeah, I, I know exactly where you're coming from, because I have the same problem. It, I, I have misgivings about Kata as well. I've already expressed them. But by the same token, I also know never to judge anything Blizzard talks about until it actually shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know we've, I'm, it's, you go through this every expansion. Mm-hmm. You know. I didn't, I didn't have as much doubts when Burning Crusade came out. I didn't have as much doubts when Wrath of the Lich King came out. I was excited for those two. Mm. This one? Yeah. Eh. Well, maybe because we know. See, when Burning Crusade and Wrath came out, it was still Blizzard. It's not Blizzard anymore. No, it's not. And we all kind of know that, and maybe that's somewhere in the back of your mind going, you know, maybe it's not going to be as good. And anything that's coming out about it, it almost seems that way. Yeah, Any and talk you're hearing. Yeah, and a lot of it, and even the news that is good, maybe this is just the cynic in me kicking in, but I'm reading a lot of this stuff going, these people are just trying to put a shine on a turd. I mean, that that's just about how it reads. It could also be it's reached the point, like before Burning Crusade and Wrath, like you said, okay. you're excited about it, but it may just reach as a gamer, you playing this game, that sat, game sat. Of this game in whole, and nothing they do is gonna make is gonna rekindle, you know, the excitement, the the love of the game again. And also, yeah, that's very logistic, true. Logistically, I think it was you, Thunder, that said that uh, they keep ramping up the the villains of every expansion. That eventually, over time, I mean, you know, what else can they do? I mean, what are they gonna have us fight now on the next expansion? What was it, Sargoth or something? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> the Murlocs have taken over. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it is kind of getting to that point because, all right, you know, uh, I can't really put point to, like, one overall overarching villain in WoW Vanilla. The closest you could kind of point to the Black Dragonflight in general, you know, kind of. I mean, you could also point to Cthulhu, the old god, when they broke him out. But then, okay, Burning Crusade came out, and then you had, like, a definite focus for everybody's hatred. You had Illidan. There we go. We get to Wrath. Wrath, we have, you know, this huge global threat of the Lich King. Okay. He was, he was our ultimate bad guy. Yeah, he was the ult yeah. Now we have Deathwing, which again you can argue is like probably one of the biggest badasses on the block. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now what? Mm. Well, if they ever let you kill Melganas, that'd be nice. That's one of those things where it's like, okay, but are we gonna wind up fighting the Burning Crusade again? what stymied them a little um keep in mind most of their lore came from warcraft regular old boring warcraft mm -hmm. you know one two three and expansions that was their lore basis that's where they developed illidan and arthas and the lich king and all of that and they stopped doing that and went to world of warcraft now what <laughs> it's almost like they stopped their own story by translating it into a three-dimensional world. Mm. And now they've used up all their lore from those other games. Now they got to come up with something new. 
And it's interesting because somebody, again, on WoW.com, somebody pointed out that since they have kind of run out of those types of things, for like the first game and even Burning Crusade, at several points in both games, you could see like a big coming together of the Horde and the Alliance coming together to face a common foe to shoot them down. Which I love. Wrath comes out. Can we agree? You know, can the Horde and Alliance agree to work together to take down Arthas? No, there's a fucking gunship battle in the Ice Crown Citadel raid. Mm. <laughs> you know, and we're too busy fighting each other to realize that hey, hey, you know, killing each other on the doorstep of a guy that can bring us back from the dead. Not a good idea. <laughs> you well, know. that even happens during Wrathgate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there's that whole issue with Wrathgate. And now, come Cata, it sounds like, all right, Deathwing is poised to wreck the entire fucking planet. And we're still, we're too busy pissing in each other's post-toasties to recognize that. <laughs> it, 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 it's like somebody somewhere decided, okay, we have, to, we have to make the groups distinct. We have to make them fight and hate each other. Why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, there can still be conflict. There can even still be old-time hatreds. But I did love the coming together. Again, the, the opening of Encourage. Yeah. When people was, realize that there is a greater threat. It mm. was everybody, all players, crash the server, but all players <laughs> on that server showed up from both sides. And we're all standing there. And it was kind of cool. And the simulated... Almost camaraderie, uh, right at the beginning when they opened up the Wrathgate, you know, yeah, mm. between in in the in the uh, what is it, the cinematic, you know, yeah, I yeah. Mean, find yeah. the younger talking with with Boromir, and they're they're all chummy chummy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can see there was a little bit of like, you know, I'd punch you in the face if I could, but I've got other things to do. I yeah. think it was almost it was a, it was a one-upsmanship almost with kind of like the uh, uh, what was it, Legolas and Gimli in, in Lord of the Rings, you know. Mm. That they, that, no, I mean, it still only counts as one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was between the two. It was almost like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and then they both died. So yeah, well, yeah, there yeah, it yeah. went. <laughs> then it went. <laughs> then it was gone. It really seems artificial. The whole, you know, oh, the horde have to hate the alliance. The alliance have to hate the horde. And come Cata, a lot of the storylines and stuff that are coming out, they keep saying is like, oh, the horde's going to be justifiably enraged, and the alliance, you know, they're just trying to defend themselves. Yada yada yada. It's like, what the fuck? All right, we have something that is coming to ravage the planet. <laughs> Take out the entire god. Look, even in the like the fucking Marvel universe, okay. Good guys and bad guys knew enough to get together when Galactus was coming to eat the planet. I mean, at least <laughs> then they could team up. It's one of those things where it's like... <clears throat> I love the whole concept of a truce. I really do. Yeah. I, I really love seeing it come together. And they don't make... They, they seem to want to split the, the factions apart, as far apart as they possibly can. Yeah. Now, some people may like that and go, good, I don't want to be on the other side. I don't want them fighting alongside of me. I don't know. And again, you could have a, a, a story I told long ago from uh, the, oh, I, forget, I don't even know the name of it. It happens where you go out to Moonglade and fire off a bunch of rockets and there's Omen. Yeah. And the fight went where it was a combined effort between both sides. It still has to be. It has to be. I mean, he's big. He, You need 40 people. Yeah. And we all, both Horde and Alliance, went and went after him. And because of some yutz 
which, yes, sorry, on the Alliance side, if there was a guy on the Horde side doing the same thing, well, I didn't see him, but um, because of this other Yahoo being a jerk, the second he was down and everyone got their quest, it was really funny to see how quickly that Alliance was shattered. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I mean, people were biting each other's shins and stuff. It was <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm not kidding. You could You counted down from three. Omen went down, everyone rushed to the head, three, two, one, whack. <laughs> it was so funny to watch them, almost like you see in those movies where the two sides running towards each other, yeah. and how they clash in the middle when they finally meet up, that was it. <laughs> I mean, it was classic, but for a brief shining moment, we combined forces and took down a common foe. <laughs> For a brief shining moment, we all sang Kumbaya. And... <laughs> Actually, I think we got Koo, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get any farther than, you know, Koo. Now, Zeth, have you tried any more of City of Heroes, City of Villains? Uh, I've actually canceled my account of City of Heroes. I've gone to the that other uh, NCSoft game that we were ah. discussing on Wednesday. Oh, Ion? Yes. I, okay, so you're still in the honeymoon phase of that. I'm still in the honeymoon phase of Ion, yes. Yeah. Just give it time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, supposedly they've streamlined a lot, made things a lot better and everything, and it... it I don't know. You know, I, I give it with a grain of salt, but then again, I have to look in that that game is primarily focused on PvP. There you do have two radically separate sides, and it's even set up in the lore of the game from the very beginning. These two are not going to meet in the middle. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. Okay. Well, I, I I have a coworker who's a who's been with it for a while, and he says that you don't technically have to PvP, but you get a lot better gear if you do. <laughs> exactly, and it is a PvP focused game. And the thing is, well, as I've said, my attitude time and time and time again, I hate PvP. Yeah, I really don't care for it. And there just seemed to be such a huge divide in certain areas along the lines of, okay, yes. Fresh and new, get into this one world area, and what's waiting out there? A whole bunch of max-level guys with gear waiting to kick your ass sideways. <laughs> oh, look, fresh meat. Can I even le at least get a better sword? No. <laughs> but the reason why I bring up City of Heroes and City of Villains, one of, uh, one of the better free things that they put out there was the Ricty Invasion. And this is like this massive alien invasion force. And they have this gigantic zone called the Rikti Crash Site, and there's like this mothership that has crashed, and these aliens, the Rikti, amass armies and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. What's awesome about that zone, that is a co-op zone. Hillen, heroes and villains can form teams together. They go oh. running around and can do quests together. And what's really awesome is there is a big raid in that zone where you have to get... Like, massive amounts of heroes and villains on the same side. A, to break down these pillars to drop the force field around the ship. And then B, bum rush the ship itself. And actually take on the army that is amassed in there. And that is, that is a freaking blast. I mean, that is incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was fun. When you had just, oh. And, and if your computer can handle it, if you have the special effects up, it just, wow. Freaking yeah, crazy. <laughs> I just upgraded my graphics card, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that you had to be a pretty high level to get in there. Oh, okay. But uh, once you, once you did, it was a fucking blast. I would. <laughs> but there again, there's one of those things where it's like heroes and villains working together against a common threat. 
And you just don't see that with WoW. It's like they just do not recognize, yeah, 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 big fucking dragon going to crack the planet in half. Who gives a shit? I got to kill this green guy over here. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, maybe it's just that they've, they've lost, I don't know, it's almost like the, the motivation. It, it hasn't, I mean, it used to be when you, in the game before, you would have a, at least you were, had a storyline to go through. But you see that a lot with, especially with the common occurrence nowadays, where people have stopped reading quest logs because they don't care about the story. Mm. True. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, let me let me accept. Okay, yeah, let me get this. My, give me my stuff. Okay, done. Okay, yeah. on to the what next. What am I doing? Thing. Harpooning babies? Great. All right, I'll go ahead and do that. Just give me my fucking sword. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, what was the new achievement that they were talking about in the forums on uh, for the for, for uh, off the air that where we had to kill bunnies or critters no. or something? Oh yeah. Oh God, it, I don't know what it was called, but it was like critter genocide or something and. <laughs> You had to like wipe out fifty thousand critters. It didn't as have a guild to be, achievement, yeah. Yeah, as a guild achievement. It didn't have to be yeah. of any specific type, but as soon as somebody found that, of course, guess what Anda and a couple other people started calling for? <laughs> bunny Yeah, bunny genocide. Uh-huh. And then of course Bugs Reaper had to pipe up and he said, Don't forget the penguins and I'm like, Oh <laughs> now here now here's You the... shall all suffer. Now <laughs> You will all suffer. Now, t- are the critters, are the are the beetles in, what was it, Zulfurak, do they qualify? Those are critters. Can... Those are critters. Cause and you, you may kill beetles, because there's nothing cute about them. <laughs> snakes, snakes and scorpions are cool. Yes. Tiki, and tiki the maggots crabs. in certain areas. Maggots and rats and all of that. Even, I will even allow squirrels. <laughs> what, Lumi asks, what about the cats in Silvermoon? Can we take yeah. those... Uh, no! Cat. <laughs> Don't take the cats! That actually raises a good point. We have pet cats, domesticated cats, but are there domesticated dogs? No. Hmm. Not that I've seen. Yeah. I've, I've never seen... The only dog I've seen, and he looks like a wolf, is the one running around by the, uh, the newbie area for oh, Thunder Bluff. Right, yeah. yeah. Can you... Every time I pass that, can you help me find my dog? No, shut up. <laughs> it, it was cute, like, the first time. Yeah. Actually, that dog reminds me of my dogs. <laughs> the way it runs around. <laughs> Incidentally, we have a special guest joining us because apparently we hit the show running uh, from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, speaking do you need, do you need speaking of dogs. <clears throat> oh, so. hello. Hey. Huh? What? Huh? Rolling well, dice? Hi. Why are you rolling dice? I'm not rolling dice. Okay. Sounded like someone was unwrapping a piece of candy or something. Oh, that Ooh. was one of the dogs. Nice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> piece of candy. Sure, Blue. <laughs> Thank you, James Woods. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. I'm not hearing Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and ain't that a shame. <laughs> Remove from conference. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> You telling me? Are you telling me that um, I have to put on that really bad Scottish uh, pre- pretend, closely, uh, marginally labeled Scottish accent, or I can't, or I can't um, like be here? Is that can't be cool enough to hang out with us? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're not cool enough to hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. If it, if it yeah. makes it feel better, I can do one too. I can. <laughs> <laughs> 
I saw I saw a science fiction movie once, and I've heard about fantasy. Well, thank you for stopping by. <laughs> that was fun. As long as we're talking about Horde Alliance bias, first off, we have planes running going to the fucking Worgen. To recap, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something has been planned for the Torrin since the game fucking began, and who do they give it to? The goddamn Jacob wannabes. Thank you very fucking much, Blizz. All right. And didn't they also change the goblin mount? I mean, it used to be that it was going to be that yeah. speedster. Oh. It was going to be the speedster. It was going to be the speedster. What do we have now? Goddamn big wheel. They decided to kill him. I mean, come on. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, yes, here are the pictures. You can have a hot rod. looks like, you know, drag racer from hell and everything. And then they show the in-game model, and what is it? It's a fucking big wheel. Yes. Okay? It's like, no, sorry, you're not big enough to play in the cars. <laughs> so fuck you very much. Okay. No, no, no. This gets even better. All right? They have released, like, little video footage of, all right, you know, guilds can get achievements, and they can get all kinds of new stuff. You know, trinkets and toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. They released images of, hmm, an Alliance Guild mount and a Horde Guild mount. Uh-oh. Oh, I okay. haven't seen these. Oh, hang on, yeah. There's just new video footage. Alliance Guild mount called Reigns of the Golden King. Okay, oh. it, is a, it is a cat mount, but it is a lion. Full with mane, blue armor, and, you know, like a tabard mount thing on the side to it. So I, it looks... Beautiful. I mean, it is stunning, very, very cool, but it is a freaking lion. Okay? So, I mean, it, it, it's awesome. All right. Are we, back to, are we, we got banana slugs, don't we? We weren't <laughs> you, that far off, were we? Uh, Ed, Ed, yes. you're up the goddamn close. What? The Horde Mount. Horde Mount. The name of the Horde Mount is the Korkron Annihilator. The name sounds pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did uh, Dragonhawk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Corcoran Annihilator. What is it? It's a fucking scorpion. What? What? We get a bug. They get a goddamn lion. We get a bug. We get the Clash of the Titans reject. Oh, God. They get a lion. You know, all now, this I'm, is... Now, now, hang on. I'm sure there are people out there going, well, well I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the insect mount. That looks really freaking cool. Yes, I really want to ride around with a fucking stinger in my back. Thank you very goddamn much. You know what the only thing that would make that cool would be? Is if you could go up to the lion with your scorpion and cut its legs off with your pincers. Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I'm Okay, art-wise, looking at it, the scorpion looks very cool. It, does, you know, it doesn't look like the standard old little dinky scorpion. It looks pretty nifty. They did a good job there. But the first thing in my mind when I'm looking at the image of the thing is like, this should be like a tank or vehicle type thing. Because the pinchers look like they're designed to do damage, and the stinger has, like, green poison dripping off of it. So I'm looking at this thing going, this you should be able to drive into battle and fuck someone up with. Not ride around going, hi, don't I look pimp ladies? Uh, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> come jump on my scorpion, I'll show you a good time. That sounds vaguely dirty as is. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, come on, you know, they have a beautiful, stunning lion with the tabard and everything flying off of it. We have a giant fucking bug. Couldn't even give us, like, a lizard or something, yeah. you know? Like you a know, war lizard? You know, I would have I would have settled for, like, a crocolis. Let's just get, like, a gigantic alligator and mount Ooh. that son of a bitch. That would be cool! What do we, we, <sighs> like I said, we get the Clash of the Titan reject. As if as if the remake of the movie wasn't bad enough, they're foicing mm-hmm. the, the props left over on us. 
you know, all of this is really not enticing me to even want to pick up the game, you know? Yeah. It's, well, yeah. let me put it this way. It probably would be if you played Alliance. Mm. Mm. As we all grumble, grumble, grumble. And Lose look a... harshly at our guest. You got an arachnid. You got an arachnid. <laughs> Biologically speaking, yes, you are correct, but I would have been much happier if it was a spider versus a fucking scorpion. That's true. That would have been uh, that would have been better. I mean, if you're going to pick a bug, the universally feared bug to pick is the spider. Yeah. Yes. I mean, spider would be awesome. Praying mantis. Could you imagine a praying <gasps> mantis for that a That would be nice. Awesome. Now that would be good. Okay. It could have yes. been a ferret. No, <laughs> that sounds more like a gnome mount, to be honest. Yeah, that's, that's too cuddly. Yeah. yeah, but it but it could have been, and it wasn't it, it so. Could there. That's a it good could have been. You know, goblin mounts, the rabid ferret. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look how crazy its eyes are. Ooh. <laughs> Just give it like the red swirly eyes, and when you mount it, it starts foaming at the mouth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of mounts and having nothing to do with Kata, okay. I have a question. Shoot. There was, and I, unless I'm just, like, imagining this, I could have sworn there was a way, if you had a mechanohog, that you could park it and go inside a building. Not that I uh, know of. I've never seen that. I mean, the only, the only parked cat, uh, hog I've ever seen is outside the, uh, the engineering shop in uh This, in I remember, I distinctly, when they were kind of pretty brand new, and we were talking about, like, to the point where we had never seen one yet in-game. That's how new they were. And I spotted one outside of the Dalaran Bank. One of the Dalaran Banks. And it was parked. Hmm. And there was no rider. There was nobody there because I wanted to steal it. <laughs> um, it wouldn't let me, and I tried. Grand uh, Theft Dalaran. <laughs> Dan right. But I kind of remember... So if any listeners remember this also, I'm just really curious because I really... I, I, I don't think, unless it was just, like, really slow download and the driver hadn't, like, shown up yet because of it. I don't well, know. Well, every, every now and then I do log into Dal, and the mounts will always load before anything else. Maybe that was the situation, but uh, I'm just curious if anybody else has ever had that, where, if you recall, a hog being parked. I'd want a car alarm on mine if I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Wouldn't that be cool just walking away from the hog and all of a sudden you whip around, like hit something on your tool belt beep, and goes, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you did that, it would need sort of like a Batman kind of, yeah. you know, field going around it, you know, like a car alarm. That would be good. And that could be an engineering thing that they could make. <laughs> Making alarm systems for your mounts and loot, you know? <laughs> yes. You know, you park your, your Raptor, it gets that little, you know, mechano, you know, thing forming over it and stuff standing there i'm all for it i like that that actually raises an idea i mean the only thing that would bring me into pvp uh on wow would be if you could steal your opponent's hog you know could you imagine how cool that would be (laughs) you (laughs) could steal your opponent's mounts (laughs) yeah that would be cool That is well, so up our alley. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an engineering thing where uh, the engineers could make and sell, and you could buy a boot to put on somebody else's vehicle. Like hobbles, <laughs> oh. hobbles or, or shackles or something to put around horses' feet, and 
uh, a little clamp-on <laughs> wooden thing to put on their hog, and I they have to... Like this giant wooden thing that just gets slammed <laughs> in a photo. Yeah. <laughs> and the only way to get it off is, you know, have, like, somebody in, like, a blue uniform show up going, all right, you got to pay this off before you... <laughs> <laughs> and then, actually, it opens up an all-new aspect of the court system. <laughs> you can plead not guilty... And go and have a trial, which of course you'll lose because, well, that's just unless you're, you know, alliance, then you won't. But yeah, um, or a blood elf, female. <laughs> if you're a blood elf, you're off yeah. automatically. <laughs> we have come to our first music break of the show, and before you know, the show got recorded before we really got into the whole Brewfest thing. So, gotta tell you a Brewfest story. I have to before I play this song because. Well, I just have to. Long story short, or I'll try to make it short, was trying to get the achievement on my lock for Brewfest where you have to get rip-roaring drunk and jump and survive jumping 65 feet. I was trying this, and I was told, go to Shat. Go to the Scryer tier, go to Shat. There's a perfect place where you can just jump down, and you get the achievement, and you don't die. It's perfect. So I'm trying. Now, needless to say, I was not dying, but I was coming damn close, and I still wasn't getting the achievement. I was, like, bouncing off rocks on my way down, so it was kind of interrupting my descent. Our friend, Good News and uh, says, I'll show you where to go. He comes out. Needless to say, also, um, the, the lovely support I received from my guildies, such as Dargo and Lockjaw, uh, who came to watch me splat on the ground. They were very enthusiastic about this. They were, you know, do a flip, you know, kind of thing. So, and it comes to help me. And he shows me where to go, and I do it again, and I again, I miss it. I don't die, but I, I don't get the achievement either. And he finally says to me, points to the ground where we land, he says, you see this pile of skeletons, Ed? That's where you need to land. Think about that for a moment. Yes, that was about my reaction as well. Aim for the skeletons. Aim for this huge pile of skeletons. They didn't survive, but you will. Anywho, I did actually aim for the pile of skeletons, and I actually got the achievement. So, thank you to Anda very, very much for, for helping me with that, and to our other supportive guildies who wanted to see me do a flip. Well, hope I was entertaining. Anywho... On that note, we come to our first music break. And uh, this actually was being played the other evening on uh, our our guild channel. And, you know, it's just an oldie and a goodie, and i got to play it again. Old Godzilla was hopping around Tokyo City like a big playground When suddenly Batman burst from the shade And hit Godzilla with a bad grenade Godzilla got pissed and began to attack But didn't expect to be blocked by Shaq Who proceeded to open up a can of Shaq through When Eric Carter came out of the blue And he started beating up Shaquille O'Neal Then they both got flattened by the Batmobile But before we could make it back to the Batcave Abraham Lincoln popped out of his grave And took an AK-47 out from under his hat Blew Batman away with a rat-a-tat-tat But he ran out of bullets and he ran away Because Arthur is crying and save the day This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Good guys, bad guys, and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Took a bite out of Optimus Prime like Scruff 
took a bite out of crime and then Shaq came back covered in a tire track but Jackie Chan jumped out and landed on his back and Batman was injured and trying to get steady when Abraham Lincoln came back with a machete but suddenly something caught his leg and he tripped to Indiana Jones took him out with his whip then he saw Godzilla sneaking up from behind and he reached for his gun which he just couldn't find cause Batman stole it and he shot and he missed and Jackie Chan deflected it with his fist and he jumped in the air and he did a somersault while Abraham Lincoln tried to pull falls onto Optimus Prime but they collided in the air then they both got hit by Care Bear Stare. This is the ultimate showdown. Ultimate destiny. Good guys, bad guys, and explosions. As far as the eye can see, and only one will survive. I wonder who it will be. This is the ultimate showdown. Angels sang out in an immaculate chorus. Down from the heavens descended Chuck Norris, who delivered a kick which could shatter bones into the crotch of Indiana Jones who fell over on the ground writhing in pain as Batman changed back into Bruce Wayne but Chuck saw through his clever disguise and he crushed Batman's head in between his thighs then Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White and Monty Python and the Holy Grail's Black Knight and Benito Mussolini and the Blue Meanie and Cowboy Curtis and John B. the Genie Robocop, Terminator, Captain Kirk and Darth Vader, Lopan, Superman, every single Power Ranger Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan, Spock, The Rock, Dark, Ark and Hulk Hogan all came out of nowhere lightning fast and they kicked Chuck Norris in his cowboy ass It was the bloodiest battle that the world ever saw with civilians looking on a total loss for a century, many lives were claimed, but eventually the champion stood. The rest saw the better. Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. This is the ultimate showdown, ultimate destiny. Good guys, bad guys, and explosions. As far as the eye can see, and only one will survive. I wonder who it will be. This is the ultimate showdown. This is the ultimate showdown. I mean, how can he not love that ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny? Love that song. It's such a classic. Anywho, on that note, we now return you to the show. We're just foaming at the mouth, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, let's go foam about something else. Okay. <laughs> Useless holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Let us talk about the the most useless holidays in WoW. I can't imagine why people think we whine and complain. I don't know. But you, we talk about these things because they have to be discussed. I'm sorry. Where and did we begin? <laughs> well, let's start with the two currently happening. We have the Harvest Festival, which takes an entire which is for a whole week. And today is Pirates Day. As we speak, it is Pirates Day and WoW. For sake of argument, I mean, I, I actually have had people on the 19th, when it like falls on a school day, I've had students and stuff try to get me to start talking like a pirate. <laughs> and the problem is, is every time I start, I'd slip into Scottish or some other bizarre accent. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know why. I just, I, I just can't hold a good pirate accent. And you, you don't think that'd be hard, but... It is. Yeah. Uh I have a tool for that. Yes, I know you do. And I have tried using it, but that just gives you the words, not the sound. <laughs> well, it helps to have something to start off with anyway. True. Absolutely. True. Mm. 
So, yes, today is Pirate's Day. Arr. It Arr. be the Pirate's Day, you landlubber. <laughs> so you got a troll thing going there when you did that. You got a little bit of a troll happening. Which okay. we'll get to that one in a minute. <laughs> okay. We're going to get to the trolls in a minute. <laughs> and we're gonna pirate Day. I mean, at least let you keep a hat. At least let you have a pirate hat. Then you wouldn't have had to ruin your rep with Booty Bay. You don't even ruin your rep. I mean, what do you do for the, the whole pirate day? What do you do? You go to Booty Bay, you run up, there's a whole bunch of pirates drinking beer, running around, throwing up on the auction house roof. You go talk to the female captain of the crew, which is very progressive. Yes. <laughs> okay. You go run up, talk to the dread captain, Demesa, and you say, I want to join your crew. And she says, okay, great. She hands you a beer, you drink it, you turn into a pirate bit, you party, you get the achievement, you go home. That's it. You don't even have to party. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the thing. They give you, which is okay, a 12-hour buff that makes you look like a pirate. And as a side note, I will say my lock looks freaking sexy right now. Okay? <laughs> he looks damn, he just looks so freaking sexy. But anyway. Uh, last year, I remember this. If you get into combat, it goes away. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't even freaking keep the 12-hour buff, you bastards. It says 12 hours. Let me keep it, even if I die for 12 hours. <laughs> no, you don't even let me do that. Bastards. So, yeah, useless holiday, um, number one. <laughs> the worst of it, I mean, this, okay, fine. It's simple. You go, you have a drink. It's cute. It's fun. All right, fine. Harvest Festival. Now, this is constantly confused with the Pilgrim's event. Pilgrim's event does not happen until... November. Thanksgiving. They should yeah. have they should have called the Thanksgiving event Harvest Festival. Would have made more frickin' sense. But no, they didn't. They have this instead. And this is going to lead us actually into an email. Ah, yes. This is going to lead us into an email. But first, let us describe the Harvest Festival. Which, um, on Horde's side, it's to honor your, the heroes of said faction. Fine. I don't know why they have a week for this. They have a whole week for this event, and I don't know why. Um, but basically, you go, you talk to the guy, he gives you a book, he says, here, go honor your people out in wherever. So the Harvest Festival, you go out to Ashenvale, you go into the back, which is, is trickier if you're a younger level, if you're a smaller <laughs> level. Yeah. It's, it's harder. Um, but at, you know, anything over level, you know, 30, mm -hmm. really not an issue. You go there, you put down the book, ta-da, Quest done. You go back to the guy in Orgamar. You say, gee, I did it. He says, here's some money. Here's a book to take up bag space. And you're done. You don't even get an achievement for it. Yep. Never has been an achievement for this. Never will be. And you have a whole week to do this. <laughs> in case you get, you know, lost on the way or something. How this translates into an email, which we're doing a, a separate from the other emails. And there's a reason. And I'm going to first, before we start into the... So we're going to backtrack a little here. Um have a story that surrounds this email <laughs> we have a story this is an email sent to us in by our friend anda good news anda ah yes good old we love anda anda sent an email the day i was recording emails he sent in an email last second i went oh good he made it he made it just in the last second and i open it up and i start reading and i look to my right and the little blue bar on the side <laughs> of my screen and i see it's really really small <laughs> and I start to scroll down, just going, how long is this? And to put in uh, equivalent of, um, I had to copy and paste it into Word to satisfy my curiosity. The email was eight pages long. Yeah. 
Um, that's not an email. That's a no novella. It was a novella, and all I could think of was, "Damn, Anda, did we like stay up all night on coffee? Can we what get close hell? on this email?" <laughs> That's like a chapter of a book, mm -hmm. okay? What the hell are you sending me? And actually, the, the title of the email was, you know, email for the pod. It's like, no, this <laughs> is the pod, okay? So um, I did forward it to the gentleman and said, we're going to talk about it because we love Anda. We don't want to, like, blow up your email, but there's no way in God's name I'm reading eight pages of your email. Uh, I get a follow-up a few days later from Anda saying, for some reason... When I sent you the email, it duplicated itself numerous times within the email. And uh, had I, like, sat, when I sat to read eight pages worth, I would have found that out. Um, I only read the first couple of paragraphs, and then I noticed how long it kept going. Um, and, and that's exactly what it did. It kept duplicating over, like, five times. So the email was not nearly as long as originally thought. <laughs> Which, eight pages was scaring me. Uh, and making me seriously wonder about you, Anda. But anyway, um, it is not eight pages long. It is a normal-sized email. And we are going to read this because it does revolve around the Harvest Festival. And something that our friend Anda found on the Blizzard forums. Which, as you can tell, is probably very good. So we're going to read this now for you. Uh, slightly out of text, but that's okay. We can do that. This says, hello, Annie, Ed, Big V, Thunder, Zog, Zath, Angry Dwarf, and Sagan. He just covered everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Angry, well, you're not Angry Dwarf right now. Shush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not Angry Dwarf. Shut up. Do I hear an accent? No. Shush. <laughs> oh, slap your head on a marl and spike your pig face, butt scratching, scurvy baboon. Ah, you can shut it right now, you daft digit face fart knocker. Come here and have a cutlass sandwich, you jumped up grass combing chunk of bat spit. All right, damn it, I gotta look up the, the taunt thing. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, we have weighing in at, <laughs> standing at a mighty three foot nine inches, <laughs> the angry dwarf! <laughs> Sorry, that, that just completely derailed where. And it continues. Now I'm used to this. <laughs> I am so used to this when it comes to emails. Exactly. I swear to She's God. used to us being, you know, kittens. Kittens, yeah. kittens on crack. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least she's not trying to run a game with you people. I'm sitting, <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting quietly with my hands folded in my lap and listening. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 and Anda still continues. He says, um, I was searching around Google for this Harvest Festival because for once, Blizz says very little about this seasonal event. And I came across a post on the forums from an Alliance member named Tierney. Tierney? Some freaking Alliance name. On the uh, <laughs> on a, a freaking Alliance server that I can't pronounce. Uh, Tour Alliance server. Supported by Two Foot Fury on the Nagran server. The reason I say the support is because Tyranny, the starter of this, is a level one. So either he wants to remain anonymous or is being a troll. Hey, anyway, trolls are good. <laughs> well, that it's a lowercase yeah, troll I, he put. Uh, for a troll. Yes. Thank oh, you. okay. <laughs> Anyways, he was saying that the Horde has no heroes. And thus, Blizz should remove the Harvest Festival because of the reasons listed here. 
Now, this is a quote from the forums from this Chirini guy. Although I am a strong defender of the Grand Alliance, I have to point out that today's mini-holiday, the Harvest Festival, is unfair to the Horde. Game balance is important in an MMO, like WoW, and it's not fair to have a holiday based on heroes when one faction, the Horde, doesn't have any heroes. Look at the two biggest names revered in Horde society. The first is Orgrim Doomhammer. Entire cities and even the giant airship in Northerend are named after him. What did Orgrim do for the Horde that requires such admiration? Well, he killed the corrupted Shadow Council in the middle of the First War, and then continued to press the genocidal war against Stormwind without the evil manipulations of demons. To add to his heroic dealings, he then consolidated his armies and started an entirely new war against even new races once again without the evil manipulations of demons. On top of this, his most memorable act was sponsoring the creation of half-undead Death Knights, whose main ability were Death and Decay, and whose bodies were defiled corpses of Stormwind Knights. Wars of aggression against innocent races after freeing your people from manipulative demons? There's nothing heroic about that. In fact, it's evil itself. Building your armies from corpses of the enemy? Heck, that's what the Lich King does. The other big name is Grom Hellscream, whose readiness to grab more power caused him to drink demon blood like it was cherry-flavored Mountain Dew game fuel. Grom then builds the glory of the Horde on bodies of Draenei women and children, paving the road with their bones. Even a decade later, when the demonic corruption had faded from the orcs, Grom once again willingly damns himself and his people from drinking out of a demon-corrupted fountain for the express purpose of killing the forest demigod and clear-cutting a forest. Peaceful shamanistic people, eh? These are two of the biggest names in the horror lore, and revered to no end. However, their actions are cowardly, evil, corrupt, and genocidal, not heroic. That, <laughs> like that of Uther Lightbringer of Lordaeron uh, and the Alliance. As such, Blizzard should remove Harvest Festival or tweak it to have a different focus. It's not fair to have a holiday based on honoring heroes when the Horde doesn't have any heroes worth honoring. Anda continues. <laughs> now that was all from this Alliance guy. I see thunder. Uh, <laughs> mm, I'm waiting. Okay. Anda says, I'll point out as well several facts about why this guy doesn't re what this guy doesn't realize. Yes, Orgrim continued to battle and conquer Azeroth, but only because Gul'dan had already destroyed their home to the point where it was near impossible to live on. Plus, he knew that if the war stopped, the Horde would fall apart and continue killing each other until there were no orcs left. And Garam knew as well, if he stopped the fighting, that the humans wouldn't have stopped and led the charge to eliminate the Horde. Plus, Orgrim knew the path was wrong, but knew if he didn't take leadership of the charge, the Horde would have failed right away because the original war chief, Blackhand, would have been blinded by his bloodlust to even think of taking a second route around to attack the elves first, since they were going nowhere with the humans. Plus, I doubt they would have never allied with the trolls because Blackhand was just about killing everything. Now to Grom's side. 
Yes, he did drink the demon's blood like most of the rest of the horde did, and yes, he did it again for more power. But you forget what the curse did to the orcs. It drove them crazy and made them bloodthirsty. But ultimately, Grom did admit his mistakes as well. He killed Pit Lord Mammoth that caused the corruption in the first place, making it so no other race will ever be subject to that again, with the exception of the fell orcs who dragged Maxerian's blood to make the fell orcs after Illidan captured him and imprisoned him at Hellfire Citadel. Anyways, that's just a little rant I had brewing since I found that post on the forums, which I guess I should have expected when I looked at the forums in the first place. Look, Tarogar for the Horde. And now may you I, may comment. Yeah. <laughs> may I please? Yes, you may. The floor is yours. Warning. Warning. Thunder lore rant in progress. Repeat. There is a thunder lore rant in progress. Please take cover. That is all. Thank you from the peanut gallery. Um, I don't know if you heard her. She just said, good God. But... <laughs> <laughs> all right. First off, I know there's no point in injecting realism into a fantasy game, but if we step back and take a look at things from a historical perspective, let me point out one thing. Heroes on one side always look like villains on the other. There's no way around that, especially when you do your damnedest to paint the other side with as black a brush as possible. How and, how and uh, spell things out with Ogrim? Absolutely correct. Ogrim was basically the captain of a sinking ship at that point. He had little next to no damn choice. I give him commendation for the stuff that he was able to keep together. And also, you know, just pointing out one simple thing. It was the majority of Ogrim Doomhammer's teachings that taught Thrall probably one of the biggest heroes that the Horde side could point out, and also a huge motivator for peace. Ironic. All right, let's take a look at Grom for a second. Everybody always wants to point to Grom. I myself have been guilty of this. Did he make bad choices? Yes, but he was a warrior. Above everything else, he was a warrior. Here's the thing. He drank the demon-tainted blood, he did it again to stop Cenarius because he was absolutely convinced that was the only way for the Horde to be able to push forward. Was this a wise decision? Hell no. It was not smart at all. Chances are, if a cooler head was in control of that regiment, we might have actually been able to talk to the Night Elves and things wouldn't be as foobar as they are now. But, hindsight's twenty twenty. One thing I do desperately want to point out even while Grom had the demon blood coursing through his veins, he had enough sense of presence and willpower to fight the control and kill the demon whose blood he had just drunk. Tell me that's not heroic. No heroes among the Horde. Let's step away from those two big figures, and obviously those are the ones that are the focus of the Harvest Festival. Let's point out to some other characters. I already mentioned Thrall. Thrall's a big hero. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about Karen? Karen Bloodhoof, able to unite the Torrin tribes, bring them together under one banner, you know, work with the Horde, and find a lasting homeland for his people. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you look, there are a lot of heroic faces in the Horde. Like I said, there's Karen Bloodhoof, there's Thrall, the leader of the Trolls, Zuljin. I mean, come on. Zuljin, who, like, gave his life. 
That, that, that was the, uh, that was Senjin. Oh, Senjin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sen, there's Sen, so many friggin' Jins. Okay, yeah. I can't keep track of them all. <laughs> uh, J- yeah, Senjin gave his life to protect his people. Okay, mm-hmm. now, now we have Vol'jin, who's in who's in charge of the trolls, and you know finally got an offensive together to take back the Echo Isles. Okay, we're getting to. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we'll be getting to. We'll be talking about it. But but once again, we have somebody who really kind of stands up as a hero. I mean, he is, his ultimate focus is to protect his people, carry on the promises to his father. So, you know, Vol'jin, excellent. Senjin, excellent. Thrall, Karen, we have all these wonderful people. I'm not going to deny there are heroes on the Alliance side. Absolutely. But if we are going to talk about blood on people's hands, if we're going to talk about unheroic actions... Hmm, let's start with the alliance race that most people seem to want to favor. Night Elves. Okay? How many frickin' quests about Night Elves are there in the goddamn game? Far too many. many. How how many ruins? How many buildings? How many historical... Yeah, why is that arguably the case? Well, the Night Elves have been around, you know, for a really long time. Yes, and they're also responsible for, A, letting the Burning Legion in in the first goddamn place, War of the Ancients... They're also responsible for mm, blowing up the world tree in order to stop said previous fuck up. Okay. <laughs> they're yeah. They're also responsible for hmm. Let's see the creation of the satyrs. They're responsible for the creation of the naga. Um. Yeah. All these wonderful, brilliant things. Peace, hu- peace, love, and hippies. My ass. And who's in charge? Yeah, I mean, who's in charge of the druids while uh, you know Malfurion was sleeping? Staghelm, a guy who basically tells you to piss off if you ever talk to him. And yes, I have played a night elf briefly, but basically every time you talk to uh, Staghelm, the leader of their druid group, he basically tells you in no uncertain terms to piss off. He's too busy trying to get moral grain, this shit from Ungoro Crater, trying to bring his dead son back to life that died. Hmm, I don't want to say 10,000 years ago, but that does sound about right. You know, the whole war with uh, the Slithid. I also want to point out something else about that whole relationship. I have a daughter. I love my daughter very much. I understand that. Uh, I know a lot of people. I would never wish, a you know, somebody to lose their child in any way, shape, or form. I understand that's incredibly traumatic. That's fine. And they set that up in game. You know, the reason why Staghelm is so depressed and everything, he lost his son. Well, his son was ripped in half in front of him by one of the Silithid. Okay. Very traumatic. I'll give you that. Um, it's been 10,000 years. Okay? (laughs) Forgive me for being cruel. The kid is dead, and you're carrying it to a pedophilia-type level here, dude. I mean, you're getting... (laughs) I love my... It's fine to love your son. Just don't love your son. Wow. And a, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. A lot of wow. the context with the night elves is going in that direction with him. Okay, let's step away from the night elves. All right, please. Yes. This, okay. <laughs> yeah. This will probably make uh, this will probably make angry dwarf and a lot of other dwarves very happy. I got nothing against the dwarves. I really don't. They make you know some of the best beers outside of Pandaria. As a people, overall, they've had their own shit that they've had to deal with. And nine times out of ten, the only reason they got into pissing contests with the Horde was because they made mm, poor choices on who to ally with in the first place. Okay? I.e. humans. We already talked about humans and them being the bastard, short bus, retarded stepchildren of giants from the north. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. You know, first and foremost, there's that. Second off, everybody's like, oh, humans created these wonderful empires. They did all these wonderful things. Yes. And they waged genocidal wars against the trolls. They uh, were too busy beating up on each other repeatedly until the elves came to them and decided to try to teach them magic to help them stop the Burning Legion from coming through. Oh, boy, and how did that work out for them? One of their most potent guardians went and got, you know, basically started disregarding the rest of the council. And I know they're going to be lore hounds. They're going to write in and correct me on certain things. But the longer the short of it is, she got pregnant, had a kid. Kid's soul was immediately possessed by Sargeras. Yes, I'm talking about Medivh. Humans issued in the entire fucking poster child for what not to do if you have magic powers. <laughs> All right, yeah. Now, let's also look at some of the humans. When, they, when the orcs were finally beaten and put in internment camps and taken care of, and, you know, everything like that. I will give Terenus, you know, King Terenus, whatever the fuck his name was, the yes. idiot that let his own son kick his ass. <laughs> All right. What are you doing, son? Yeah. He's succeeding you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, son? Proving that you're a fucking moron. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> we got yeah, Arthur yeah. standing around the room. I'm wearing black goth armor, and I have my sword out. What the hell do you think I'm doing? <laughs> All right. Here's uh, your sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would not commit genocide on the orcs. All right, he said, we'll keep them in internment camps, we'll figure out something to do with them. He was not for wholesale slaughter. I give him a lot of props for that. I will. But now, hey, let's look at this new faction that's going to be joining the Alliance, the Gilneans, okay? Everyone's, oh, werewolves, oh, werewolves, you know. Okay, they're forgetting one simple thing. Why did uh, Gilneas build the wall? One, first off, he was a superior-minded prick who basically decided, we are better than all of you, so go fuck yourself. He decided to be extremely isolationist, and one of the final nails in the coffin was that he was screaming to have all, all orcs put to death or sent back to a dead world. He said, we either kill them all or we send them back to what's left of that rock that they came from. And since he was voted down, he said, fine, fuck you all, I'm building a wall, you deal with it, whatever else. Yeah, how's that working out for you? You got enough flea dip over there? <laughs> okay. So, here's the thing. If you really want to look at groups that have caused bloodshed, that have caused massive damage worldwide on Azeroth, Night Elves and Humans are the two big ones. Big time. Extremely warlike, extremely stupid. And I know people are, oh, the Night Elves aren't warlike? Bullshit. <laughs> all right. Stop suffering from crani cranial rectal insertion. All right. Call a doctor for it. <laughs> because obviously you're so blinded looking at your rectum, then, you know, you to believe what's going on. Yeah. And I'm not denying that they had heroes either. They have some fantastic heroes. Night Elves. Their hero, well, the major one I can think of, Malfur and Stormrage, Cranity is a penchant for blowing shit up as a solution. <laughs> but it works, you know. Okay, okay. I'm not going to fault him for that. Okay, dwarves. I like, again, I have nothing against the dwarves. Overall, I think they're really good. I just don't think they should have allied with the humans. You know, I honestly think the dwarves and the tauren could probably get along really well as long as the dwarves stop digging for shit without asking. Also, you know, the, the, the entire reason why the tauren get bent out of shape with that one dig site in Mulgore, the starting area, the entire reason they're pissed off is because the dwarves didn't fucking ask. 
If they would have come and just like, here, we'd like to request digging in this area. Okay, as long as you do it in an ecologically, you know, conscious way. We don't want to do damage to the Earth Mother. Yeah, fine. We got no problem with that. Great. Go ahead. Here are your shovels. In fact, we'll probably help. Instead, what do they do? They roll in their big-ass tanks. They get all this other shit out there. They start digging. And then they wonder why these big cow people are punting them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now let's step back and look at the gnomes. The gnomes, I know people love to hate the gnomes. People love to hate the gnomes. And I will say this, after reading certain articles on wow.com and everything, I actually pity them. I've gone from from like gnome punting and hatred to pity. Mainly because when you look at what has happened to them, they never knew their background. They never really wanted to know. They just wanted to make their happy little inventions and go on their merry little way. You step back and really look at what happened to them. Ah, oh, where did the gnomes come from? Dwarves knew they came from the earthen. Now think about that. That's actually kind of cool. You know, you used to be stone people and, you know, you're still one with the rock. That's actually close to Norse mythology for dwarves. They were actually carved from stone. You know, kind of nifty. I like that. Gnomes, where did they come from? Robots. They were robots created by the Titans to manage, invent things, and make sure that everything is running smoother. Make sure that everything was running beautifully. Okay, they get slapped with a curse of flesh. They still kind of have a little bit of the robot mindset. They want to just keep inventing, keep building stuff. But now they can't do it anywhere near as well as they used to. Hence why their shit tends to blow up. <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right, now, now hang on, let's back up here. Have you guys ever read Flowers for Algernon? Yes. You know, granted, you know, I, I'm getting a little bit, you know, maybe intelligista for some certain people, but the basic idea of the story is they took this one guy who was very stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very he stupid. makes Forrest gave... Gump look like a rocket scientist. Right. <laughs> but they gave him his drug, gave him this drug, and for a period of time, he became a super genius, just absolutely brilliant and then he explained to the people that gave him this drug that the drug was not permanent and he literally began you know seeing his own intelligence begin to disappear from him why am i drawing this parallel think of it this way from the gnome standpoint you think you're the most brilliant race that has been around you offer up these brilliant inventions and everything like that then all of a sudden you come across inconvertible proof that you are nothing more than a flawed leftover of, of what has come before. I feel sorry for the gnomes. I mean, you know, that, that's kind of like, you know, you had gnome pride, all this happiness and everything like that, and then you learn that you're the, you're, you're the cast-off. Uh, and also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the, the entire point that the gnomes are in the Alliance is because that the humans wanted slave labor, essentially? No, actually, yeah. the entire reason why the gnomes are in the Alliance, it might have something to do with humans and slave labor, but who found the gnomes first? The dwarves. Dwarves mm. found gnomes first. They became friends, and the gnomes said, okay, we protect our friends, we stay with them. When the dwarves joined the Alliance, they said, hey, that's where our friends are going, we'll go with them. If any of the horde races found the gnomes first and actually became friends with them, Actually, be, instead of like treating them as appetizers, chances are the gnomes would have joined whoever met them first. Mm. And I think the only reason the dwarves befriended them because it was somebody shorter than they were. Yeah, <laughs> someone that they actually had to look up to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm, you notice I'm not even you notice I'm not even bringing in the drain eye. I'm not. Why? Because once again, here you have a light loving, extremely peace based people. 
that are willing to fight as needed. Okay? Once again, and even at the end of the Burning Crusade, and I'm talking about after the Sunwell and everything, Velen, you know, the, the high priest of the Draenei, came out and said, you know, we are here to heal both our people when he's talking to the Blood Elves. He redeemed them. Okay, he forgave them. Chances are Velen would walk up to Thrall and give him a big mighty man hug and say, all right, dude, you know, we're done. We have to move on. This is somebody, I would put Velen up there with like the Dalai Lama because he's there for peace. He wants peace. He sees the greater threat of the Burning Legion. Okay, so we have all this stuff set up and people are complaining that the Horde has no heroes? Well, meanwhile, the two major groups of the Alliance... Humans and elves. Let's just let it go at that. All right. I think I've ran it enough. I think you get my point. Yeah. And that was Thunder's lore hour. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Thunder's lore rant. Yeah. We have Thunder hulking out this time. That was pretty, uh, pretty damn good, if you ask me. It was pretty good. Yeah. That was really good, yeah. And here we are at our second music break. Because I think after that Thunder rant... We, we need a little breather. We just need a little little moment to collect ourselves and go, ah. And our second music break is brought to you by, once again, Manic Bloom. And the reason we're playing them again, besides the fact that, well, I like them, is because they sent me a thank you email. This does carry weight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank yous do really work. So... Just to let you know, yes, they sent me a thank you email for the last show saying thanks very much for playing our music on your show. So that was extremely nice. And, hell, we're going to play it again. But they are going to be playing at the studio at Webster Hall in New York City on October 20th. Frickin' Wednesday. Why? why? No, I totally, no, you get what you get. You Hey, Somebody says, hey, you want to play on a full moon in on a mountain? It, it, hell yes. So you take it. So it is a Wednesday, which is the only thing I'm going, oh, damn it. Um, but they are going to be at the studio at Webster Hall in New York. It is 21 plus. So by the way, if there's anybody in this neck of the woods who is thinking about going, let me know because I don't want to go by myself. I'm going to try to work around that Wednesday, guys. But in the meantime, once again, Check out uh, Manic Bloom, www.manicbloom.com. And on that note, we bring you a thousand angels. A passing thought. So my foreign dancing in my What's not to come? Where would I be if morning had never broken? If you were never. Cause my body screams To be replaced by you Give me one more word Cause everything you say Feels like a thousand angels singing A 
Once again, check out these guys. Give them your support. If you know anybody in the in the tri-state that you think would want to go to the studio at Webster Hall on October 20th, by all means, send them that way, provided they're over 21. Sorry, it's a 21-plus thing. That's not their... That's, that's the Webster Hall gig. That has nothing to do with these guys. But good luck to these guys, definitely, because they're all over the place. They're in Texas, Tennessee, Indiana... Kentucky, they're they're just like they're moving and grooving. They're everywhere. They're even going to be, and I know we have a couple of guildies down there in Atlanta, on uh, October third in Smith's Old Bar, and that's all ages. So if you're in the Atlanta area and want to check these guys out, please do. On that note, we will uh, return you to our pod. All right, moving away, or or toward, or we're skirting. There we go. Skirting around, we need to address and talk about the... Now, we're going to spell it out for those who haven't done it and for those Alliance people who listen to this show. The Troll Quest. Yay! Not quite the rousing (laughs) (laughs) that I was expecting on that, but okay, fine. And the crowd went wild. And the crowd went wild. The Troll Quest, uh, which I thought was a lot of fun. I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I did it at two periods, and I'm kind of glad I did it when it first came out. It had a very kind of Death Knight thing happening within the first couple of days of it hitting. Uh, First, none of the quests were were difficult at all, and anybody who sits there... Okay, here's what's happening. For those who have no clue what goes on, who haven't done it, or who play Alliance and have no clue what the hell we're talking about, here's what happens. You get an invitation in the mail saying, hi, we're taking back the islands, damn it. Come down to the Senjen village. Okay, go down to the Senjen village. There's a troll there, and she says, okay, before we can do this, you need to collect frogs. Now, how awesome is that? The first thing you're doing is collecting frogs. (laughs) 
So you go out, you collect five frogs, thankfully not eight, just five, that are skipping around. Pick up the frogs, you have to attune them by the sacred bowl of attunement, or whatever. Um, Ta-da, quest done. Okay, then she hands you, this is my favorite part of the whole freaking thing, sack-o-frogs. <laughs> you are handed a sack-o-frogs and are told, go for the one time only, there is a flight path in, uh, not Razor Hill, uh, the Senjin Village. You get a bat, which I still don't understand how a bat's there, but okay. Um, you get a bat and are told to go fly around the aisles, the Echo Isles, and hurl frogs... At the the landmark, you know, the places that have been noted down there. Now, there is nothing more fun than hurling friggin' frogs, okay? <laughs> this is awesome, because I sat there and watched when you throw them, and you see this little frog going, wee through the air. It's, <laughs> it's the Psycho Frogs by Marx. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I gotta love that Blizzard gives you ample time. Oh, finally. This. They are, isn't it? Because how many times have we done these aerial bombings? And I know I am notorious for this. I'll have one more guy to get, and I'm flying away. I've gotten, you know, 149, and I needed 150. Always. Yeah. So oh, yeah. this, was, this was great that they gave you plenty of time to throw your sack of frogs. And I would like to tell anybody who didn't keep throwing them even after they had achieved the quest target. Because I did. I just love the sack of frogs. I wish they'd let you keep a sack of frogs. I'll, I'll fully admit, you know, it, it said, okay, you just need to throw 12. I'm pretty sure I did like 48. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like aim at crabs and stuff. Yeah. Like, here! <laughs> you know? I love this. I wish they gave you a trinket called Sack of Frogs when you were done with this. I really do. That'd be good. You just, like, buzz over an area. And just, just... Death by frog! <laughs> 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 or that you take one. Imagine that in PvP. <laughs> you take a frog and you smack somebody right in the face with it. You know? I mean, and they're blinded for five seconds, stumbling around with a frog on their face, you know? I mean, how awesome would that have been? But no, they didn't do Sack of Frogs. So anyway, when you're done with your Sack of Frogs, they then send you to this other guy who says, okay, go recruit people in Razor Hill. And suddenly we have a bunch of troll citizens in Razor Hill. Another great point that Blizz did with this is very simple. You bang drums, they get excited, they say, yeah, we'll join. Once you have your five, if you mount, they mount. That was a nice touch. That really surprised me. I thought I would just have like a pack of trolls with superhuman speed. Yeah. But no, (laughs) they all mounted up. Yeah, it was so cool. And very nicely done, guys. Thank you, Blizzard. About freaking time. I I don't know if you saw it with uh, the ones that you recruited, but did you notice that a couple of those trolls had the ivory raptor, the bone white raptor mount? I did not. Hmm. Yeah, a couple, and the thing is, that was, like, removed from the game at some point. I got yeah, why. early on, early on. I'm like, you bastard, I want the White Raptor. <laughs> get off of that, that's mine! Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you get your guys, they ride with you, which was awesome, because especially with I did it on my lock on his hog, it was like he had a posse, it was really cool. Go yeah. back, <laughs> it, was, it was really nice. Go back to the Senjin village, they all sign up, yay. The next thing, let me see, let me, I'm trying to remember an order here. I think after that, um, you have to, oh yes, that's it, you get, um, you have to, you get the blessing, and you are changed into a walking cat, 
The Tiger Man. The Tiger Man, <laughs> which is so cool. Now, here was the fun part about this. And again, nice touch, Blizz. I'm giving up credit because it's almost like you're learning. Very good. It's nice to see Blizzard learning. Very nice. You go out to an island as big as this giant cat and, you know, Tiger Man. It's awesome. You go out there. Now, when I first approached this island, I'm standing. It's a very tiny island. And I see another person fighting the boss. Now, in this cat form. Great. And I see it. Now, you would think what most people thought is, oh, oh, well, I guess they started the event before I got here. You know what? I'll help out. I go over to help them, and my own tiger boss shows up. And I turn around, and like four people, because I did this at the, the pretty much the start of the event, when it was very new. Mm-hmm. So we had like five people fighting these tigers. You essentially get your own boss, which only spawns when you hit the, you know, step on the pressure pad. Yep. Mm. And you can't help anybody else, by the way. You are not allowed to, like, touch their target. It's almost like you're within your little bubble of instance, only you're not in an instance. So I give props to that because it sped things along instead of having to wait for a respawn. Yeah, no kidding. Can you imagine? Hmm. Um, so that was kind of, but it was also funny that the minute I, I'll save you! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big cat biting on my ass. Hold on. I'll save you in a minute. Uh... <laughs> So after that, it turns into a troll lady who says a troll thing, and you go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they introduce the troll droids. But yes. Them just saying that yes, we've always been waiting here. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping Vol'jin would get off his ass and get over here sooner or later. <laughs> now I don't know. I've been on that island many times before. I never saw no freaking uh, troll druids hanging out there. I mean, all they had to do was hold up a flag. I mean, Jesus Christ! You think yeah. they would have noticed them? But anyway. Stop attacking the tigers, it's us, damn it. <laughs> We're laying it out, because it was very cool. And we'd like to, obviously, you know, we do have some, some Alliance folks listening, so let you know what you're missing. You could be with the cool kids. Could yeah. be with the cool kids, but no. Uh, <laughs> you are not. So, you get done with the tiger lady, you come back, you tell Senjin, yeah, she's down for whatever the hell you're going to do. And, uh, I think... Is there anything that he does after? I don't think there's anything. Oh, yes, you do. You have to get the, yeah. the help from the spirits. That's right. So you just got to go talk to the dance circle. Talk to the dance circle, <laughs> yeah. which, by the way, trolls are just such partying people. I love it. <laughs> you get the guy doing the ritual. He talks to the spirits. The spirits say, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, just leave us alone and let us smoke more of this good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got the green light. Go, go, go. <laughs> so if you go back to Senjin, you tell him, yeah, we're cool. And at that point, the end event begins. Well, sort of. Mm-hmm. You go to the bat person, you fly out to said location. And the nice thing that they haven't done for any of these other types of situations is there's the guy banging the drum. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. get there and the event's already underway, see, you can't start this midway. Yeah. You can't just like, like you can for Wrathgate, like you can for the Death Knight end sequence. You can come in midway through the event, through the, the, the dinner theater. They didn't want you to miss any dinner theater here. So, while the event's in progress, the guy with the drum says, Hey, you know, he told me you'd be coming, you just hang, enjoy the music, man. So, you basically (laughs) hang out. Now, the first time I did this, there was a nice group of people forming. I was very happy Viva showed up, because it's like, the the equivalent I put it was like waiting in line to go on a roller coaster. (laughs) And you're going to be seated next to the big sweaty guy (laughs) for the whole ride. (laughs) 
if uh, you don't, like, get with somebody you know. So Viva showed up, which I was so happy about. It's like, yay, I'm not by myself. <laughs> Eventually, once the event ends and it resets, Senjin shows up, somebody talks to him, event kicks down in five minutes, you go. You get the, the power of the spirits. Once it begins, you get, you know, your uber flags sticking out of your butt, which mm, protects yeah. you. And then the, the druid lady shows up and says, you know, and the beast spirits be with us, which we all had a bit of a problem because it's like, all right, the tigers are cool. The, the tiki raptors tiki, are cool. The raptors are cool. The ticky ticky crabs. <laughs> come on. The crabs have come to save us. Oh, no, we've got crabs. He said it, not he me. He went there. <laughs> he did I was thinking about going there, but I didn't go there. Aren't you glad I changed headsets? <laughs> yeah, we're great. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so you go, and you do a lot of steps with this. Bring, and everybody took steroids. And venereal diseases. Yes, we're ready to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are a lot of steps to the final sequence, which is kind of cool. And when you have a huge group of people doing this, it was really cruel. It was, it was, it was really. I mean, the, the you know the comments being made or whatever. It was still really cool because once you you go visit um some dead guy, who's one someday. Yes. The Lord. Now, here I want to step in real quick and ask you: Did you have your sound on for this, Ed? The second time around, I did. Yes. Did you tell tell me that the guy who did the voice of Juan Samdi was not fucking perfect? Oh, perfect indeed, yes. I, I mean, that was just, oh, man. He did a nice job. Yeah, oh, I, I usually don't have a problem with Blizz and their voice acting. One or what? two I have to do, but not really. <laughs> I can do some voices and stuff like that. It's just whenever I hear, like, a really good voice actor like that, I'm like, okay, I bow in the feet of the master. Yes. I can... <laughs> he did a nice job. Yes, he did. Um... It was very cool. So, yeah, the second time around, I put my sound up because I didn't the first time. <laughs> oh, incidentally, by the way, when you get done with the uh, the spirit thing, you get a trinket that turns you into a troll warrior for 30 minutes. Freaking awesome armor. I will admit that. I mean, it looks awesome. <laughs> it does. It looks cool as hell, uh, which everybody, of course, is in their trinket armor. The thing has a freaking four-hour cooldown, mm. which I, like, go, why? Personally, I think they should have reversed it. You know, last for four hours, 30-minute cooldown, but hey. I like yeah. that. But anyway, okay, so everyone's in their troll costume. And you have the spirit. You talk to him. He wants to make sure you're worthy. He raises the dead. Now, when we had a pack of players doing this, man, all hell... I mean, talk about the term, all hell breaking loose. <laughs> oh, my God. It was one of those things where so much happened that once you did hit a lag skid. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was I so do, awesome. <laughs> I do have to admit, I did bust out laughing because uh, for a while I was thinking, oh, you know, he's going to raise the dead. It's going to be ghouls. There's no way I'm going to be able to tell him apart from like the, you know, Death Knight ghouls and stuff. No. Yeah, they were, you know, the basic ghoul bodies. But did, if you look carefully, you'll notice that almost every single one of them was wearing a tiki mask. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, that's freaking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> It was very cool. And then, of course, you go, you cleanse. Now, here's the thing everybody was saying, and I have to agree with them. Like, wait a minute, weren't these guys level 8? <laughs> and I have to admit yeah. the same thing. I walked around the same place going, what the hell happened? Including your baddest of bad guys you're going after. Zara, Zara, yeah. What the hell is Zalazane. that? Thank you. Took, took anabolic steroids. <laughs> that is basically well, the way, it. 
the way that we were explaining explaining it lore wise is like every time that you killed him there, I mean, you find out that he's been casting illusions and stuff, and essentially you've been bringing back like coconut heads, other stuff. And actually, one of the things I read that was kind of gruesome is oftentimes you'd come back with a different troll head, i.e., <laughs> like you killed somebody else that he just made look like him. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They took so steroids. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, level eight, he's been eating the steroids. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you go, you clear out that whole town. That by, by the way, this is total revenge for any troll or orc who went out there and got their asses creamed at level mm-hmm. seven. This is payback yeah. big time. So you go, you face him. He runs away. You got to deal with some of those big, like, troll berserkers and stuff. You finally hunt him down. He turns the NPCs, because you have had NPCs trailing with, which is awesome. And he turns the NPC soldiers into, like, his demons. Mind slave Yeah, <laughs> and they attack you. And so once you finish them, here's the funny part, though. He's standing there in his little cocoon of power and mm-hmm. laughs at you, even after you bring them all down, like, nothing can get me! I am invincible! And the great part about this is right behind him, up appears that god, or not really a god, what is he? A, uh... He's a Loa, a okay. Buon Samdi. Okay. Spirit, you know, yeah. master of the dead. There yeah. we go. He kind of shows up behind him, at which point I did say, hey, Zalazane, look behind you. Um, <laughs> out loud in chat because I amuse myself during these moments. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, he t- does it. It's actually pretty gruesome if you think about it. It, it, yeah, it really is gruesome, his end. Yeah. Because he, uh, the the big guy sends, like, all these undead after him to, like, rip him to shreds. And you see little, like, blood spurts popping up out of the, like, mess and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. They <laughs> pretty much shred his ass. And I, I gotta admit, when I did it with Thunder, I had to laugh. Because what, what Zalazane says is, like, no living thing can get through my shield here. And meanwhile, I'm standing there as Thunder going, I'm dead. Give me five seconds. Come here, bitch. <laughs> Come here. I'd like to play with you. But, but of course, you know, as a player, you can't go through. But... Yeah, you can't. So after he gets ripped to shreds, they, they very nicely teleport you back. You turn the quest in. Your quest reward is a cloak and a very cool-looking cloak. It has no armor, a forty-five armor, and that's it. It's just for show. It, it, it's a... It's a very cool-looking cloak, It though. is. It's extremely... I, I'm tr- still trying to figure out what outfit I want to put it on. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you look... When you fr- when you get teleported back after the event's over, you'll notice that, you know, when you first show up, you, like, stagger around like you're dizzy for a little bit. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out what was going on there until I noticed, like, the little debuff just before it vanished, because it's so quick. And it says... You know, it, it, it basically, you read the flavor test, it says, Buon Samdi's boot. You've been kicked back to the mainland. <laughs> so basically, he drop kicked you. Yeah, he basically drop kicked. You're all done here. Get the hell off my island. <laughs> get, oh, get the hell off my island, man. <laughs> the entire event is re- it's short. You can do it in under an hour. Mm-hmm. Or at least, now let me rephrase, you could do it in under an hour. The basic events leading up to the main event can be done. I did this, like I said, within a day of it coming out. And it was a ton of people, and it was really cool. I did it a few days after that on another level 80. And no one, ha- everyone had pretty much finished with it by then. Mm-hmm. And when it came time for the main event, I discovered something. 
<laughs> it takes a really freaking long time when it's you and a bunch of NPCs to kill yeah. all this shit. Mm-hmm. Panther was with me. She she rode the roller coaster with me. And let's put it this way. We get out to the island where the guys with the drums, the event had just started. We oh missed boy. it. We just missed the, the zep, as it were. And I'm like, eh, it's okay. It'll, you know, take a few minutes. We'll hang. We'll dance. We'll party. We got changed into our spiffy new trinket, you know, armor. It wore off. Now, this is a 30-minute thing. It wore off before the next event took place. Yep. <sighs> so, and there was us. By the time it started, there was me, Panther, and some other, like, little druid who showed up. and was like, what's going on? You know, um... And so three players, and that was it. And it takes <laughs> a long time when you have three players doing this event, as was discovered. Mm. Far more fun with a bunch of other... That was an event I was very glad I did when there was a lot of people. Yeah. Usually I don't like that, you know. They usually suck the fun out of it. But this was one time I was really glad for it. Now, there have been complaints... About things not being epic enough. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know why Lumi does it. I because I just I, I can't fathom how she can take that level of mental pain. I mean, I know I'm bad, but I know I'm not that bad. But what I mean by the mental pain is she leaves on general chat and trade chat at times. Ugh. And while this was going on, there were hordes of people going. All I get is this stupid cloak. This sucks. This isn't any... There's no purples here. There's no armor. There's nothing special about... This is all just story. This sucks. This isn't epic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love the rendition. I love it. Yeah. Uh, And meanwhile, you know, me being lore nerd that I am, because I love a good story, I'm sitting here going through all this, and I'm like, this is great. Oh, Bon said that's freaking awesome. You know, just, (laughs) you know, get up to the end, and just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I hear it, it's like, oh, man, you know, all these people are saying it's not epic. I'm like, fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) It was epic. Even if you're not dumb, even if you just enjoy (laughs) what's going on, forget the loot. Just mm-hmm. enjoy, even if you're not a big lore hound, you oh, know, I, just enjoy it. <laughs> it was fun, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's I, like that, it was fun. <laughs> and I've, I've heard from a couple people that have tried to do, like, the gnome event, they said, you know, that was fun too, and there's no epic loot or anything out of that. I am curious for those uh, who have done the gnome event to tell us what happens. Yeah, I, uh, I have no clue. I have no alliance characters high enough mm-hmm. to go all the way through. No. Uh, so yeah, I would like a, a, you know, point by point, what what happened on your side, and what did you get? <laughs> you yeah. Know? What what trinkets and and stuff did you get out of the end of it? Because uh, and, and did you have a sack of frogs? Yeah. Because <laughs> we Probably had a sack of frogs. frogs. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, sack of frogs. We're we're bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I really don't see any comparison <laughs> after that. Right. Um, I, I I do have to laugh and do the nana 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 type thing. Okay. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you know, just because hey, the trolls get to take back take back the entire Echo Isles. All of that is going to be the new troll starting zone. Woot. So the entire area, which is really cool. I mean, like the trolls have their own area now. Hallelujah. Nice. Okay, gnomes. They only get like the first floor of Nomergon. The rest of it is still held by you know Captain Insano down at the bottom. 
Thermoplug or whatever the name is. Yes, yeah. you know, thern- whatever. But the thing is, is that they don't get to recapture their entire city. They only get a little bit. A is probably because they wanted to keep the dungeon. Mm. Okay. You know, and, which I'll give them. Hey, there's no problem like that. But still, you know, there's still a side of me going, <laughs> we get in our entire <laughs> island chain and all you get is a top floor. Boy, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> we were throwing frogs. You have rocket launchers. What's your excuse? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So that was a really fun event, which I did enjoy. I tried getting, like, after I did it on my lock, I was so, like, fired up. By the end event, I was like, everybody who doesn't have an 80, let's do this as a guild event. <laughs> and by this point, everybody has done it. Yeah. Uh, and I went, ah, crap. <laughs> we should we should have. We, we, we really should have because that would have been awesome as a huge guild event for the final battle. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And there's Sai going, oh, crap, I already did it on my 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that's not going to be the only event for Kata. I know that. I hope not. I think the only reason they threw it in was for the STFU um, from Blizzard to the players going here. Um, Unfortunately, it really didn't last for long, but it did for at least a few blessed hours shut people up. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's... And again, I... I, As far as shutting people up, I want to point back to the fact that you still had a whole horde of people saying, it's not epic enough. Yeah, I mean, if that's all the game is about to you, I think you're missing the point of the game. I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot about loot and stuff and everything, and everyone wants the shiny stuff, but not all events revolve around that, you know? Yeah. And it shouldn't, because that would be really dumb. Well, I don't know. They, ha- they have made it obscenely easy to get purple gear. I will say that. And ma- maybe... If you can stomach a pug, yes. Okay, yeah. All right, one caveat on that. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I have pug phobia. Mm. I, can't I can't say I blame you. She's an anti-pugite. I'm an anti-pugite. <laughs> 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 I just can't, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, don't let them bother you, don't let them worry you. I've just had so many negative... It's like the only times I've gone in, all I've had were negative experiences. Like every single time. That's why I haven't been tanking. You know, I I just I I can't tank. And if I'm on this tree keeper, I will heal for the guild. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got no problem doing healing for the guild. But if I'm on as like a DPS character, it's marginally better. But the thing is, is that if you are playing a pet class or anything like that, it doesn't matter. Even if you have perfect control over your pets, it's still your fault. And it's. Mm. That doesn't bother some people, you know, God bless them, you know, and uh, sigh. <laughs> There's a lot of people who just <laughs> let it roll off. And this is why they have the epic gear on. I don't. I have, you know, my swim fins, and <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to deal with that until we can get five, you know, four other guildies in a group so I can go. Because <laughs> I well, yeah. Look at, it's luck of the oh, dice. Oh. Andy Ed just is a, you, you seem to be a magnet for... Fuck whenever nuggets. you, whenever yes, yeah. oh. when it comes to pugs, continue to talk amongst yourselves. Why? <laughs> okay. Well, I actually wanted to talk about the the new Blizzard downloader that they've uh, the, the new patch oh. they are preloading here. Uh. Uh, 
Now, I just have a very simple question here. Now, they've, they've done it with Burning Crusade. They've done it with Wrath uh, of the Lich King. That they release a patch. And then you install the, the, the expansion. And it downgrades, so then you need to download the patch again. Haven't they? They've done this before. What do they think? The third time is going to magically, you know, the skies are going to open up and pixie dust is going to come down and it's going to work all of a sudden? It hasn't worked before. Why is it working? Why do they think it's going to work now? Okay, that rant brought to you by Zazman. It is an honest question, but, you know, come on, let's face it. We're dealing with Team Shortbus here. Yeah. True. It's just, I just don't understand why, especially it's a one point, what is it, 1.5 gigabytes? That's, it's not exactly a small patch that we're going to have to download twice. All okay. right. Well, let us end on a positive note if we are ending, unless, uh... Oh, something. we're ending already? Hmm. Well, what's, what's the next topic du jour? I mean, you wanted to talk about... Ed, didn't we have a challenge to make a really long podcast? We did. We, we did have a challenge from uh, our friend Dargo, who dared us... To make a podcast longer than our last show. Which was, what, two hours and 50 minutes or something like no, that? No, it was like three hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, Ed. <laughs> Bad form, Peter Pan. Where's your sense of fair play? <laughs> the same place where you got that accent from. What the hell was that? <laughs> Oh, no, seriously, because we're almost at, like, two hours here. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. It go, time of flies, u- doesn't it? Of usable footage? Oh, my God. Well, I don't know about usable. Um, well. At least an hour and a half of usable. <laughs> yeah, two hours Two hours of recording yields, like, mm, 15 minutes of pod. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's Quake, everybody starts singing the uh, Mexican flea song. And, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. We are the potato people. No. No. Oh. 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 Dog food? You you do potato people, I'll do old god banana phone. I, I swear to God. <laughs> and he has too. That was pretty. Yes, fun. I know. That was good. Banana. <sighs> <laughs> it is time for our emails, and we have a very special guest. But we're not going to tell you who our special guest is until slightly later. So we're going to keep you wondering who our special guest is. And in the meantime, we are going to get to uh, a couple of cool things that were sent into us. The first was sent into us from Valinas, who says, Hello, Auntie Ed and the entire FTH cast. Hope things are going well. I came up with this randomly today and thought I'd record it and send it to y'all. Hope y'all like it and maybe put it on the show. Well, <laughs> here we are. We're going to put it on the show. Hello, ladies. Look at your tune. Now look at me. Now back to him. Now back to me. Now back to him. Now look at me in high resolution and optimal graphics settings. Unfortunately, your tune is not me. I'm a Blood Oath Paladin, and I'm decked out in tier 10 gear and push 10k DPS. On a bad day. Not that I ever have those. But not only can I deal damage, I can also tank and heal. Because I'm a Blood Elf Paladin. More than you, any night elf can say. But druids can Where are you now? You're in Silver Moon City, the most beautiful of the capital cities. What's that in your hand? Not this. Shadowmorn. I slayed the Lich King 25 times with this. One for every one of my 25 girlfriend's guilds. That's more than your boyfriend can say. Where are you now? 
you're in my Silvermoon Bachelor Pad, with easy access to all Silvermoon sites and stores. Wait. Hear that? It's your guild, wondering why you didn't show up to that Kara raid you'd planned. Oh no! You've been G-kicked. None of the guild members will talk to you, and they sold out of your items in the guild bank. But wait! What did that cheap imitation wow sound effect mean? You're back where you started! With tier 7 gear, a guild running BC endgame content, and... Ooh. Why am I talking to you? Remember, Blood Elves, we're better than you. And, uh, you know, I know what you were going for, and that is so very Blood Elf of you. And it's also really weird, though, I gotta tell you. I was, it was a little weird, but <laughs> that was actually very cool. So thank you, Valenos, for sending that in and doing that up. I thought, uh, it is, it's just so Blood Elf, so thank you so much. But now, and this is awesome, we have a, a, a voice email that has come to us from Eddie Mama. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Whatever it happens to be, I wanted to say hello to uh, Auntie Ed, Grandmaster Z, Thunderstep, Angry Dwarf, and if the other two happen to hear this, yeah, tied to them too. I wanted to give you all an update. This is Eddie Mama. Um, I was listening to your most recent show, your third year anniversary, and I did not realize I could laugh so hard for 3 hours, 14 minutes, and 54 seconds. Thank you. I needed that this morning. But I, as I was listening to you talk about the expert in feminine hygiene products that is in charge of Acta Blizzard, one word came to mind, and this is a word spoken in, just popped out of her mouth from one of my guildies uh, about something totally different, but it fits. Uh, she was calling somebody in a pug a twat waffle. Don't know where she came up with that, but hey, it fits in this case. Thought you might enjoy that. Jaya? I was uh, I am an RPer from a long time back, four years ago. So if you would not mind me giving my point of view on your Forsaken question about the Forsaken Death Knights, um, here it is. I have on Steam Weedle Cartel, which is one of my servers, and Warm Rest Accord, which is my other server, but Mandarin's quickly becoming my home. Yay that. Anyway, I digress. I have seen where the Forsaken Death Knights, specifically, are played as Forsaken who have been called back by the Lich King. More of, he reasserted his control over them, and so they became Death Knights. I have seen it where they have returned to him and were made Death Knights for some odd reason. I have seen also where, of course, humans have been made Death Knights, uh, as you suggested, but where, not where they sat in the ground too long, but in the process of it, something went all bad. Just all bad. And they rotted as a forsaken wood. But they are still, in their own minds, human. Uh, I have seen where multiple other races, luckily Torn and Drenai have been excluded from this because I could just not wrap my head around that and I would go off which I will refrain from doing. But I have seen all other races claim to have to be still that race, but playing as a Forsaken for whatever reason. They're not playing the appropriate Death Knight equivalent to their class. Class? No, class. I can speak really. 
so there's my opinion on that. Going back to the RP subject, which is woohoo me, um, Auntie Ed, you mentioned you logged into a birth that was all bad, all very Mary Sue, on one of my servers, and to save face and dignity to those involved and the sanity of people involved, myself included. I'm just wondering, was that birth on either one of my two servers? Um, because there's a birth that is still talked about a year and a half, two years later, in not a very positive manner because of how Mary Sue it was and because of just how all bad it went. Just putting it out there. Angry Dwarf, love ya. Glad to hear you back. You are the best and most wonderful cohort a wonderful group of people could ever hope to have. And um, let me tell you, uh, I want to give you an update, actually. This is the whole reason for this rant. Um, I had gotten it in my head to make a level 80 healer of each class. Priest, covered, twice, uh, druid, uh, chamois, and paladin. Well, I now have a level 37 paladin, a level 28 chamois, and a level 23 now. I'm pretty sure she's 23. She might be 24. Uh, Druid. So that insanity is still going on. And I will not... I will just calm Auntie Ed down because I know she's twitching because she knows my alt list. I uh, It's... The purge of 2010 has begun. I am down to active tunes. About five. The rest have been retired for one reason or another. They're 80. I can't bear to delete them. They're 70. It was a nightmare to grind up my warrior that high. Whatever. Uh, I just have, I think, five or six now that are active of the 15 or 20 that I actually had. The rest, gone. Other than that, I just want to say I am loving Mandorum. I have just... Everybody in Off the Air is wonderful. Fantastic people. Hopefully I'll start being able to participate more as soon as uh, Eddie Mama Sr. comes over. Anyway, I hope you all are having a wonderful day and everything finds you well. And I am going to stop babbling now. <laughs> and I will talk to you guys on Mandaron. Have a wonderful afternoon. Hi, Auntie Ed Bigby. This is Eddie Mama yet again being too lazy to type out an email. I was just re-listening to episode 37, and y'all were talking about Rolfamel by um, Oxhorn, and how you'll be walking through the store just humming it or whatever because you can't get out of it out of your head, and it is definitely true. Uh, funny th story along with that, I was going through the grocery store a couple of months ago, and being the geek that I am, I had my uh, iPod playing off, you know, Oxhorn and whatnot, on my way to the store, and it happened to end at Rolfamel. Well, I was humming it in the store, and from the next aisle over, somebody responded to it and started singing it. And we just all started busting up laughing, and I guess it was more entertaining if you were there than me telling it now, because let's face it, I am no storyteller. Uh, okay, well, yes I am, but that's beside the point. Um, anyway, I just thought I'd share that with y'all and hope everything's going wonderfully well for you. Okay, running and hiding now. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for sending in your voice email. Uh, 
to to recap and discuss we have to say that the phrase twat waffle has or will be working its way into the fth radio vocabulary right up there with ass pipe and fuck nugget so twat waffle is now an fth radio vocabulary word can you twat say waffle <laughs> and that was our special guest <laughs> yeah <laughs> mood damn it <laughs> yes ladies and gentlemen big b <laughs> hey i like to say it's good to be back but it's really not Deaf, fuck all you people i'm out of here Alrighty then and ladies and gentlemen <laughs> no, I can't, I can't. it is lovely to be back <laughs> oh my god i know right Wait, well, seriously when was the last time i was on the show i don't even know i before we went on hiatus that's for damn sure i had i had wrath come out <laughs> <laughs> had burning crusade come out before i was last on the show um, <laughs> really the last time he did it it was that patch right before you know encore right before on garage yeah <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, sixty was still the level cap back then. Back in it, you can only learn one profession. That's right. No, uh, <laughs> you were a skinner or you were a leather worker. You couldn't be both. Damn it! Yeah, actually, yeah. it is. Actually, it it is really nice to be back. I mean, I hate the fact that I've uh, had to be away for as long as I have, but hey. Here I am, and I'm going to read the emails. All right. I'm not going to read all the emails. No, although we should no. make them. No, Ed, no, Ed's going to read half of them. <laughs> no, I think we're going to make Vic V read all of them. Yeah. I can see the look from here. <laughs> okay, we'll give you all the really long ones. Are you still getting the look? <laughs> you still get the look. <laughs> still, yep, 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 yep. Still yep. coming at you. Still coming at me. All right. Well, to back to our voice email, though, before we get to their other emails, got to talk about Eddie Mama's email, because I, I got to say, I love the voice email. I love that. It's just like, here, you know how to pronounce well, you what you want to say. Them. You just have to press play. <laughs> Basically. Well, you also know, now look at the bonuses to this. I mean, seriously, You'd... but you know what? Those voice emails, though, <laughs> that's a little bit like, you know, something sitting there on, a, on the mushroom saying, eat me, drink me. Okay. Because you really never know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, they will at least pronounce the names correctly. We won't. But well, they it will. is their name. I mean, it's if they don't name. pronounce their name correctly, then you know, they're dumb as a box of hammers. And not even epic hammers. We're talking like vendor trash hammers here. The gray hammers. The gray hammers. That's right. Crappy hammers of crappiness. <laughs> Which is another FTH radio vocabulary phrase. Yes, indeed. Oh, but Eddie, you mentioned, um, if I remember what server I was on for that RP berth I mentioned, the answer is no, I don't remember. I blocked it out that bad. But you have me curious now to hear what the hell happened about what event you're talking about that was so note noteworthy that people still discuss it. So, if you could expand on that a little bit, I'd love to hear it. But, and making a healer of every class, good lord, woman. you That's just, I don't know if that's dedication or insanity. That's insanity. Okay, then. We're, <laughs> that's insanity. No, really, I mean, there's no, there's no question about that. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, which 
you know, big pointy thing do you want stuck up your ass, you know, the, this, the next time you log on? Oh, do I want the really big pointy thing or just the not so big pointy thing? Oh, you know what? Today I think I'll take the medium pointy thing. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, get it up in there. Okay, good. No. 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 No, 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 no. Hell no. No reason to do something like that. Seriously, that's like putting your hand on the eye on the stove. But she is doing it. And, you know, rock on for her for having a purpose. Yeah. That's awesome. It really is. However, comma, it is probably indicative of some sort of pathology. And, Eddie Mama... Next time I see you in game, I will mention that you need uh, to seek professional help. And she'll probably Move. agree with you. Move. Uh, but thank you for sending in your voice email. That was very, very cool. Yeah. All right. So we get an email from. Oh hell, it's already starting. <laughs> you're back, and the first email you read, I'm you're back already and the first screwing email it up. I get. You know, all it is is, dude. I, I know you're like on an EU server, but are you Welsh? Good God! Oh my Lord! I've it. It's all silent letter Qs and Ws. All right, no, it's not. Actually, it's not. No, it's, uh, it's not. It's uh, no, it's. I'm thinking. I'm going out on a limb here and saying it's Falafar. Falharfar. Falhafar? Falhafar. Of the Scar Shield Legion EU server. That's right. Okay. You like the way that she kind of shoves me in the right direction? <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. Otherwise, uh, we'll be having a half hour of you pronouncing his name every which way there is to pronounce. backwards, it's Rafaloth. <laughs> Rafaloff? And Rafaloff. They, they continue as we begin on this note. Already. Okay, so, Falafar, et al., uh, rides into us and says, Hi, Annie Ed. I'm a first-time emailer and a long-time listener. I think I caught up with your podcast around episode 20 or something and have been an avid listener ever since. You poor, poor, poor soul. sad person. <laughs> <laughs> You've listened to that much of us? Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> most, I think most people that aren't institutionalized would probably give up on us after, you know, the first couple episodes. Um, and rightly so, so my dad. Yes, they would, yes. Yeah. Um, just had to let you know that, says he. Or she, as the case may be. At any rate, fall far at all. Continues, says, keep up the excellent work. Oh, I know people have commented on or written in before, but I'd like to say something about your Christmas episode. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Grats to the FTH team for such a good performance and full marks to the sound effects management team. That oh, would hey, be me. That would be it. <laughs> that would be me. Was it the rest of us just sat around, um, drank our tasty beverages, and, to the and green screened. <laughs> to leave Ed with um, the painful, painful work of um, putting it all together. <laughs> and we let her. And they we did. did we did not offer to help at all. They laughed at me, too. Hell yeah, we did. And poked me with sticks. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And you expected something different? Yeah, Good right. Great. <laughs> All right. Far. Okay. Or if you're looking at this in a mirror, Rafala continues saying, I play Alliance. Boo hiss. Laugh out loud. But I have a level 10 troll priest. His name is Faloki. If he's an engineer, could he make a Falokian tube? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, you Thank went you. there. Thank you. I'll be here all week. You went there. Yes, you did. Try the, try the veal. That's awesome. Don't forget to tip your waitresses. Anyway, uh, it says, hope you enjoyed your holidays, batteries recharged, and all that. Please give a shout-out to the guys and dolls in the Dawn Crusaders Guild, and a special shout-out to Telus, Adrianos, Aphrodite, and Acadian. Right. Okay, you guys rock. Keep on podcasting. I think your work is superb and very entertaining. And that was from Falfar, Level 80 Warrior on the Scarshield Legion EU. Woot! Woot! Thank hey, you. That is awesome stuff. You know, um, bless your heart. You had to. Li- <laughs> Yours had to be the first email I got to. Sorry. <laughs> and they're a first time emailer. Yeah, now and you're they're scarred. <laughs> yep, and now you're scarred for life. And. Um, Right. Right. So, <laughs> so. Anyway, no, seriously, thank you for writing in. I'm glad you've enjoyed uh, you've uh, enjoyed the show for as long as you have. And um, uh, actually, it's probably not that he enjoys the show; it's just that he can't figure out how to keep it from downloading. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not automatic. That's really it won't what stop. happens. That's really kind of what happens to everybody. It's. You know, <laughs> They don't want to listen. It just got kind of like it's, sh- seriously. It's like it, it's like you know, it's sort of like the Monty Python ring in uh, Dante's Inferno. You know, everybody's got a silly walk, and you know you can't figure out how not to. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> but thank you for sending in your email. Yeah, seriously, thanks. And, and uh, yeah, I really don't think you're Welsh. Okay. So anyway, well, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Yeah, seriously, that's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> we have an email from Darfo, who says, Hello, Angry Dwarf, Annie Ed, Thunder, and Zath. Okay. First off, my hunter isn't hippie, Thunder. I am returning her to my Merc tune. And here's my best story from last week. Kind of break in here for just a second and say, <laughs> Dude, all hunters are hippies. You included, Ed. All hunters are hippies. We are going to continue because he's got a special note for you. So, I'm just saying, look, you can't even wear shoes. That is not a hunter thing. That is my poor troll. She is unloved. Oh, well, she's totally loved, but, you know, <laughs> she can wear no shoes. I am in STV, and I get a whisper from a level 60-something DK telling me about some fun that he and his friends there were having, ganking a level 35 orc shami that was trying to get the chest in the arena, and that I could help come kill him, and they had ganked him for 40 minutes. So I take out my cat, pull out my gun, and boom the first DK down. I killed all six of them. They asked me why, and I said it's more fun than ganking a level 35. I camped those six for about 100 minutes. Well, only 90 before they took spirit res, but I wasted 100 minutes of my time there. And I let the orc have the chest because of what they put him through. Oh, and on a side note, I dare you, don't ever dare us, I dare you to try to make a podcast longer than the one I just listened to, which is only about nine hours long. You can do it. I've listened to it twice. Also, I want to say I have a level, uh, I have a 
five level 80s, and it would be six, but I deleted my level 79 and 19, and half bars full Death Knight. I have done Outlands about 25 times. Oh, Jesus. I have gotten so good at it that I could sit down and knock four or five levels out in under three to four hours. Also, as things are going in my guild, come Kata, I may transfer my tune to Mandaron with all of my BOA gear, but I hope they just make BOA stuff mailable cross-server. Okay, sorry for the long email, and yes, we do love you, Angry Dwarf. And <laughs> I know what happened to Big V. Oh, and Ed, I've come across a surplus of beef recently. Want any of it? It's Big V Flavor. Insert evil laugh here. And that is from Darfo. <laughs> and there is Silent Cow now. We're not amused. We're not amused. <laughs> Hippie hunters. Oh, <laughs> he's lumping us all together. Hippie hunters, because he knows what happened. Well, because we thought you were missing, so we were going to put, you know, <laughs> your picture on milk cartons, but we thought that was kind of wrong to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, yeah, I feel love there, but. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, hmm. Mm. No. Well, yeah. I can't believe you've done Outland 25 times. Good God. Yeah, I can't believe you sat there and ganked six guys for you know over an hour and a half. Oh my God! But that was very just. I like the justice. It was. I mean, there's total like justice. It's to, I mean, totally. I mean, I love the justice of it. I mean, that's very Charles Bronson. That's very yeah. Death Wish. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If, if Charles Bronson played the game, that's what he'd do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was awesome that you stuck up for a level 35, and you let him have the chest. Good for you. Yeah. That was very cool of you to do. So thank you for writing in. And as I understand, you have recently joined OTA. So hope you're having a good time. Glad to have you. All right. So next. Hello, everyone at FTHR. What does that stand for? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember. Yeah. The, the thing we do. What I want to share with you guys is a story about the two fuck nuggets of the, of the Alliance on the European server... Storm Reaver. It all started when I was leveling my troll female hunter, which is level 76 now, by the way. I was listening to my favorite radio show, For the Horde Radio. I just tamed myself a bear and thought to myself, why don't I kill this pet and tame the ghost bear? It'd be so cool if people asked me, where did you get that ghost bear? And I could say, my original bear pet died, now all I have left is the bear's spirit, or something like that. Well, so I went to the spawning point for this ghost bear, which is outside Amber Pine Lodge in Grizzly Hills. It's kind of funny that he spawns on top of the bear in Amber Pine Lodge. Well, anyway, so there I was, 3.30 a.m., listening to your show, waiting for this bear to spawn. When this level 80 priest named Ashine comes and attempts to kill me. Lucky for me, I was on my epic flying mount and just had to fly away and use the first aid to get my health up. But this priest was not stopping. They never do. Damn priests. If I mention that I hate everybody, yet, he was following me for 45 minutes and was starting to piss me off. Dude, it took you 45 minutes to get pissed off? I'd have been done with that in about five seconds. So, I asked my good friend, Kulda, for some help. And he said, I will be more than happy to kill some Alliance. 
and he came on the guy as I was sitting on my flying mount and laughing at this priest. But then I spot another member of the alliance. It was a night elf hunter called I don't know. I, I I'm not really even sure how to say this guy's name, so we're just gonna call him Fred. <laughs> Oli Oli I Okay. Oli I whatever it is. Anyway, hell. Hell no, this hunter's not taking my ghost pet from me. I was here first. I said to my friend that there was a hunter here, but she was not doing anything, just watching. So I said that if the hunter attacks, then you can kill him. My friend replied, nah, it's just a night elf. Don't worry. So I was feeling pretty cool. Looking at my friend, ganking their asses, when my friend said, oh, my God, the priest just whispered me and said, you fucking tarred. I fucking beat you no time. Just face me 1v1. I replied to my friend, um, it's been him and the hunter against you the whole time. WTF is he talking about? My friend said, I don't know, man, but it's sure fun as hell to watch him top all so much in caps. He's really pissed off. One hour of ganking later, the hunter and priest finally gave up. I finally got my ghost bear at 6.50 a.m. and is now continuing to level my hunter. Which is a cool and awesome pet with a cool and awesome pet at my side, which in fact shoots laser beams. How cool is that? So, huge shout out, if that's what it's called, and it is, to my friend Kulda. And a last huge call out is it a call out when you're talking about an ass pop? Why, yes, yes. it is. <laughs> yes, it is. To the priest, I shine. You are a true fuck nugget and a bad loser. Your big fan, Exetra, for the horde and death to the alliance. Those fuck nuggets. Okay, first I'm really jealous that you got the ghost bear, cause I want that fucking ghost bear. Okay. Yes, I know I shouldn't say fucking, but damn it, I fucking want the buck fucking ghost. Bear. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want the bear. It's the only spirit pet I really want. I don't even know there are spirit pets. I mean, I've seen them <laughs> kind of rolling around, but. There's no. three. There's a wolf, which is neat. There's a cat, which is also neat. And then there is this spirit bear. This bear looks so freaking cool. It really looks neat. Out of all of them, to me, I think the bear is the coolest. Wow. And I want this bear, but it's a, it has the most, like, sick spawn rate. And it's right by an alliance outpost. And he's a quest target. Nice. Yeah. So people are out to kill him or do whatever for the quest, and of course hunters want to tame him. So I don't have the patience to sit there for like four hours like you did, which is why I still don't have a spirit bear. But <laughs> you did, and you have one, so grats to you. That is yeah. awesome. Rock on. Rock on, indeed. And rock on to your friend for helping you out, like, beat the hell out of an alliance. Yeah, seriously. You know, That's awesome. You, while you're sitting there minding your own business. You know? Yeah. Come on. So, thank you, Exitra, for writing in. Yeah, thanks. We have an email from Lockjaw, who says... Hey, Lockjaw! Lockjaw! Who says, good day, Andy Ed. This is Lockjaw. I heard you talking about how long the bear form quest is a while ago. I just started a druid and did the bear quest yesterday. It's a lot easier. Now, it's talk to the spirit bear. You get a powder. You go slay Lunaclaw. Talk to what's-his-face, Rotunum, Totem. <laughs> then you're able to go bear. I recall it being a lot longer than that when I did it on my tree-hugging night elf. Just thought you'd like to know that they simplified it along with everything else. Or maybe it's my memory playing tricks on me. Lockjaw. Uh, no, it was a lot longer than that. 
they had to jump into a hell of a lot more hoops. Oh, seriously, it was yeah, same here. I mean, back when I had my druid for a while. Oh, good God. Yeah, I think they had you going out to what is it, Moonrest or Moonface or or yeah, Dark Side of the Moon or whatever. Yeah, seriously, they sent you to the Druid place to you know, cause oh yeah, that's right, that's right. You had to go see the big spirit bear. Yeah, out there, I mean, which was pretty cool actually. Yeah, didn't you used to have to like kill the spirit bear? No, you didn't have to kill him. You had to find him and receive his blessing. Bullshit. And then, <laughs> then go back yeah. to the night elf in the you know the moonrest place who says I see you are different now, uh, and then you had to fly from there back to wherever the hell. Yeah, because I had, because that bear was big. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he you tried had to, to make me receive something else from him. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> you had to do a lot of, of hoop jumping, and now all it is is you get a powder. And you're done. Seriously. I mean, what is this? You go to this place called Moonglade. That's it, Moonglade. Thank you. I mean, seriously. Moonglade. You get to teleport there. But they don't send you home. (laughs) No, but they won't send you home. You can't get a teleport bag spell. No. No, no, not at all. And you're running around in this place that looks like it's just... It's not quite night, but it's not quite day, and, you know... It's all night elf. This sle- yeah, seriously, <laughs> this sleepy-sounding freaking night elf sends you, to a, sends you to a bear. You talk to the bear, which is just a spirit bear. He co- You come back, he gives you a pouch full of drugs, <laughs> and says, Okay, now get all coked up and go kill this dude and come back to me. Awesome. Great. What is this? Grand Theft Azeroth? No. <laughs> God. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm glad to hear they they changed it, although I kind of wish they did it, like, before I did it. But <laughs> thank you for the update. And to anyone else who wants to try Druid, now you know. All right. So we get an email from somebody, and I can't see the name at the bottom of it, so I'm just going to read it. It's in the middle. Who puts her name in the middle? This guy that just wrote in. So, um, continuing on, says, I'm going to keep this quick. I heard that the AD was having a bit of trouble pronouncing my name. So here it is. And I'm having trouble pronouncing the pronunciation. (laughs) He he writes, it sounds like Narol. The K is silent. Narol. That is all. And I'm gonna, and I'm simply gonna say hello to Ad, so he feels loved, and probably a little more peeved. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, um, thank you for the, the thank clarification. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to mangle your name. <laughs> Even with the pronunciation guy. Even with the pronunciation that you so thoughtfully gave us, that I apparently am not smart enough to read. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and we'll we'll pass on your hello to AD so he feels loved. Yeah, I like AD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, how can you not, not like a dwarf? Exactly. Especially when he's pissed. Which is most of the time. I don't think I've ever seen him in a good mood. No, no, not really. Except when he's having beer. Then he's okay. I was about to say, he's, he's a barrel of monkeys when he's liquored up. <laughs> 
we have an email from Jaya Nightfeather from the Shatar EU who writes in, Hey, Auntie Ed and anyone else who may be there for the email reading this time. <laughs> it's always a surprise on who's that reading That would email. be me. That would be the cow. <gasps> I had a couple of ideas, the kind that are really awesome, but Blizz will never put them in game. I have those too. First, the ability to learn a new language. It would be a very long quest chain with some sort of fixed time scale so you couldn't finish it all in one day. And it would be over several weeks or perhaps even months right there. While I appreciate the idea, that would never go over with the players. Um, make it even harder, you would need players of the race whose language you want to learn. For instance, if you wanted to learn to speak Thala the blood elf language, which I ain't going to pronounce. Um, you'd need help. That would be Thalassian. Thalassian, thank you. You'd need the help of some blood elves, and then when you completed it, you could select a new language from the list. Okay, on to the second idea. It would be a world event. It would also be optional. It would take place on a few special servers, which you would have the option of transferring to free for a week. So, you know how Sylvanas is going to just go a bit crazy? Well... She would split off from Garage in an attempt to rally players to her cause. You could then choose which side you wanted to be on, the original Horde or the new faction. After that, there would be a huge turf war as the Horde territories and bases were fought over. It would be PvP, but you would be backed up by lots of NPC troops as well. At the end of the set period of time, they would start peace talks. Maybe a way could be found to include players in this as well. And then the Horde would be reunited into one faction, and all the players transferred off back to their original servers. I know Blues would never put that in, but I think it would be pretty cool. There would probably be an equivalent for Alliance, but I don't know enough about their politics to know who would rebel against Rin. Uh, oh, yeah, everyone. everybody. <laughs> It'd be Rin against the rest of the Alliance, and there'd be nobody on his freaking side. So that would be pretty, like, it's over. Yeah, and it still wouldn't be a fair fight. No. Darian <laughs> Rin is freaking Chuck Norris. He's an asshole. Well, he is. But, yeah, you know, appreciated, but still. <sighs> Anywho, there you go, a couple of ideas. Thanks for reading my email, and keep up the great show. You have great ideas. I love them. I think that's very cool about learning another language. But knowing the player base, like I know them that well, but just from what you, anybody can say this, from what you absorb of this player base, weeks or months to do this? Hell no. No, no, no. They wouldn't. <laughs> they do not have those kind of patience. And believe it or not, you, they there would be people who finish it in a day. There are people who went from 70 to 80 in a freaking day. When Wrath came out, yes, they're that insane. Wow, there are. you know, I, I like the um, I like the idea of learning a new language. However, I think uh, a nice twist on it would be um, to do it. You have you would have to do it all in Intel gear. <laughs> no, nah, seriously, think about it. No, it makes because, sense. I mean, I, I mean, as as pointed out earlier, I mean, way back when. I mean, warriors, really, not the sharpest tools in the shed. Nope. I mean, seriously, they have the, literally, they have the lowest intellect of any race in the game, of any, you know, class in the game. And um, I think the Tauran actually have the lowest. But anyway, um, you know, it's not, 
anything that gets buffed. I mean, seriously, these are the characters that me hit thing with stick. So to learn it, to learn any language, you have to be. All you got to go put on priest robes. I like it. And you got to swan about Azeroth doing all these quests. <laughs> I would still like to be able to understand the other faction. I know how to say I know what Burr means, so that's good enough. <laughs> we know what Burr means. That's it. But yeah, I would definitely like to know. Uh, I would like to see something like that. But it, it's a very cool idea. They'll never do it, but it's still very cool. <laughs> Listen, I said they'd never let us play goblins, and look what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Well, because Blizzard said they'd never let us play goblins, so, you know, we'll see. You never know. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. But thank you so much for writing in. Seriously, thanks. And we get an email from my favorite hissing Madge. <laughs> Sagan. Woohoo, Sagan! Woo! Sagan, who was on the show once and had emails addressed to her, okay? <laughs> well, Sagan's got that kind of game. Come on. She does. She, she really does. I mean, who are you? Who are you kidding? Sagan's got game. Yes, she does. I mean, I am afraid of Sagan. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually a little afraid right here not being in game. And I'm a little afraid. It's the hissing. Yeah, you know, probably so. It's the hissing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So maybe if I had earplugs. Yeah, but then I could not hear the dulcet tones of her melodious voice. Moving on. God. Uh, yep. <laughs> You've missed me. You know you have. Yo, yeah. We missed the cow. <laughs> yeah. All right. And Sagan rides. Dear AD, Sagan here. <laughs> Just AD. Yep. Nope. AD. Nobody else. Just AD. <laughs> Just AD. <laughs> the rest of you guys, fuck you. It's all about the AD. And you know what? I'm all right. I got some dwarf love. You got some dwarf love. Okay. And really, how could you be mad at Sagan? You can't. It's impossible. Yeah, because you would barbecue your ass if you were. Well, that's one reason. And well, then she'd well. videotape it. She would videotape it? She'd videotape it? And she would put the pumpkin head of shame on you. <laughs> And videotape that. So and videotape that. You gotta watch while out. you get baby spiced <laughs> and turned into a bunny. And turned into a bunny. Yeah. But he mm. did, he does not know this from personal experience. No, I've never been no. you know target of any of that. Never. Okay, guys, little secret. If I get in any kind of group with any of these guys. Before you know it, I got a pumpkin on my head. I'm getting baby spiced. I got turned into a fucking rabbit. Seriously. A rabbit. Kind of ironic, I know, but still. <sighs> Good times. Yeah, wacky fun. <laughs> Sagan writes. <laughs> Sagan writes. Sagan here. Just wanted to let you know that you are indeed 100% a part of the FTH radio staff and one of the best shadowy puppet masters they have behind the scenes. And emails just wouldn't be email without a surly Scotsman to, thir to, thir to stir things up and keep Annie Ed on her toes. You know? That just says it. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> that hurts just a little bit. <laughs> that stings. Yeah. Ah, gonna need a minute. <laughs> Memories. 
And we're back. And we're back. With the most important important part said, I will go into the rest of the email. Okay, so the most important part was, you know, telling AD how awesome he is. Screw and how emails would suck without him. <laughs> Love you, Sagan, but you're hurting my heart. My heart hurts right now. You cut deep. Yeah, seriously. Really? Anyway. <sighs> Gonna muddle through? Just, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yep. I will go into the rest of the email. Cataclysm. It's on everybody's mind and for good reason. This expansion will change the world of Warcraft as we know and love it forever. This is true. The question I put to the staff and listeners is this. Where will your character be when Deathwing bursts from Deep Home and the crap hits the fan? We all know that Blizzard's going to massively patch the entire game, so everyone, regardless if they're getting the expansion or not, will see these changes. Zones are getting an overhaul. Thousand Needles is getting flooded. The Barrens is getting slid in half. Desolates? Well, won't be so desolate. So again, my question is, where will you park your tune the night before patch day? What is the first zone you want to see when you log in, and what do you expect to happen? Before I go, I want to officially welcome all the new members of Off the Air. There are too many of you to name, but you know who you are. Welcome, and I hope to see you guys on our crazy runs. Quick, thanks to Brit Elf for including me in her email. It made me so happy to, to hear my name. I had a lot of fun on the t- uh, talking on the pod, and would love to do it again. From your hissing Madge, Sagan. Well, Aww. that is very sweet. Uh, it is. It, it is. Sagan's and as so I probably sweet. won't be back next week, hey, you might get a shot at the emails. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe I can be back at any rate. Um, as far as where I'll be, it depends on if I know. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, that's one of those things that, I mean, hell, I live in a cave. Mm. I have no freaking clue what's going to happen from one minute to the next. So, and I literally am the last, you know, guy to know anything. So, you know, hell, I could be playing and <laughs> I, I'm, run, I'm running through the barrens and then all of a sudden I'm falling through the, you know, cracking the earth straight to hell. You know? oh, and where did this come from? Yeah, really. <laughs> Oops. Um. Yeah, it's really going to depend on if they give enough advance warning. Like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. If if I know it's coming, where will I park myself? Probably still in Orgamar. Yeah. You know, I probably still park myself right in Org, and then venture out from there. <laughs> and allow me to say, subappendable giant cell astrocytoma. There we go. And thank you, Sagan, for writing your email in. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, thank no. you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, to to answer your question, where will I be when the patch hits? I'll probably be underwater somewhere. I'll probably <laughs> log back. I'll and probably, be like, I, you know, I'll probably I'll have drowned. Yep. You know. And that's actually kind of that brings up an interesting point. I've decided that, you know, now it's kind of time to clean house. So I'm thinking that my alts that don't get played a whole lot, they're all going to die in the cataclysm. <laughs> so I can start over. Start with some uh, some goblins. Well, damn right. I still want to make an undead hunter. That is pretty cool. 
Just to see what kind of pets they get. And if the pets, like, chew on your leg or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, no, it's going to be goblin. Uh, I'm going to have a uh, female goblin rogue and mm-hmm. a male goblin shaman. Yes, I am. Yes. Well, you know, you're going to see a whole um, crop of goblin shamans all of a sudden. And I think it's because we all want to see the sticks. Hell yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to do. I want to see the damn totems. So you're going to see uh, 8,000 shamans are going to suddenly be in game. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Seriously, you'll, you'll be able to walk from Azur- from uh, Kalimdor to the Eastern, King- Eastern Kingdoms on the totems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be another. It'll it'll be another. It'll be another continent. It'll be Totemia. <laughs> nice. Nice. But thank you, Cy, for sending in your email. Yes, thank you. You're awesome, Cy. We love Cy. Uh, how can you not? How can you not? Anybody who kicks old gods in the testicles, how can you not love that? Seriously, God. You know. We have an email from. Aaron Drawn, who writes in, Dear Auntie Ed, Thunder, and everyone else on FTH Radio. My name is Aaron Drawn from the Feathermoon E... Uh, not EU. There's no, there's no EU there. Just Feathermoon server. <laughs> I would like to make a call out on a fuck nugget. His name is... Yeah, have fun with this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, we're gonna try this here. We're gonna break. My, I'm gonna break my tongue. Trying okay, before this. you do, let me just throw this one out here. Enough with the fucking anime names, people. <laughs> Honestly, <sighs> really. Okay, first of all, I'm showing my age here. <laughs> don't get anime. I just don't. Creeps me out. Big eyes and small hands and like gnome hair. Yeah. But they've got these freaking names. Holy shit. You know, why don't we just put some fucking Stargate symbols over them or something? Really? Why don't we throw a couple of umlauts on there? And maybe that nifty little Norwegian number that's like an O with a line through it. Yeah, enough with the anime names, people. Really? Now, Erendron, I know I'm not talking to you. Not nope. talking to you. Nor am I talking to anybody else in the Off the Air Guild or any of our lovely listeners. But really, guys, come on. I just I, I, I don't get it. Because the names are 15 feet long. They're all Japanese, which, guy, nothing wrong with Japanese mm-hmm. names. Don't start sending me emails about that. Okay. Hell's bells. Okay, okay? now, right. try to say this name. I'm going to try. Tensei's Getsu. Oh, you tried. Okay. <laughs> and I got it wrong. Yeah, I missed no, the I silent about... letter N in the middle. See, that's what I'm getting at here. That's what I'm on about. <laughs> Who puts a fucking silent N? <laughs> and not just a silent N. A silent N behind a Z. <laughs> Holy crap. Where's the Q? Where's the silent letter Q in here? It's got to be in there somewhere. Maybe that's what they meant to do with the G, but it didn't work out. Oh, yeah, because how could you misspell something as simple as that? It's only got, <laughs> hang on, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Ah, oh, shit, I lost count. 
One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Did I get that right? Did I get twelve letters? Yeah, twelve letters. Twelve letters. In my real name, I don't have twelve <laughs> letters. There's not twelve letters in my name. I could give the cow a last name, and I wouldn't have twelve letters. Honestly. This is something that's been building up within you for quite some time, hasn't it? God! I think so. And this is why they are a fuck nugget. But that's not the only reason they are. But let us find out the, the other reason, other than their name, why they are indeed a fuck nugget. Well, because they pissed off one of our listeners. That's what, That's reason enough. <laughs> reason enough. But... Okay, you've got a name that's 12 letters <laughs> long, has a silent letter in after a Z... You pissed off one of our members, you know, uh, one of our listeners, members, shit, I don't know. I can't even get the details right now. You're just a turd knocker, dude. Yar. You're diarrhea coming out of the ass of the world. <laughs> and I better continue before V goes off on another tangent here. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, I'm done. I'm good. You're done? Okay, good. All right. right. Up until you get... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, fuck me running. Can I the guildmaster of what? Mercenaries of Mercenaries of the Horde. Did you? You were so outraged you muted yourself, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did you get sacred snatch? No, I didn't get any of it. Yeah. Was, okay. On a tangent, I didn't hear a damn so, word. We got the we got the alliance guilds. What is it? What is it about the fucking alliance guilds where everything is where the knights of this and the protectors of that and the guardians of you know the golden twat whatever. Okay, so now we get these the Horde guilds. First of all, if it's not in fucking Latin, <laughs> then we almost can't have a guild name. What are we now? We're mercenaries of the Horde. Oh, so we're mercs now. Okay, the Alliance, we're knights and protectors. What are we? We're mercs. We're sneaky. Well, yeah, yeah actually, that kind of fits. But anyway, <laughs> please, really, just give me a... Just decent guild name. Just give, you know, Crew of Bob. Bob. <laughs> Can I continue? Okay. I yep. Okay. Yep. Go, okay. Go Thank you. Go Thank on. you. Before I left this guild. Silent letter N. <laughs> after a Z. <laughs> and not only that, ends with a U. <laughs> ah. Ah. Putting myself on mute now. Go ahead. Think, okay. Erendron continues again. Before I left this guild, I was part of his ICC 1025 man raids. He has screwed me out of loot that I rolled on and won time and time again. He even told me flat out that if I rolled on something that he would give it to another person in the raid or would keep it himself. I understand that some people have more knowledge about some fights in the ICC and that they should come forward and tell what they know, but to allow pugs to take over the raid like he does is so close to criminal. Tens is selfish. Oh, we shortened it to tens. Okay. Tens is selfish with loot and not worthy of leading anything, including raids and his guild. I have noticed that he won't listen to his guildies at all. Someone in the guild has mentioned his behavior and was ignored. Thank you for your time in reading this email. FTH Radio is the best podcast ever. Erendron. And I'd like to note that in Erendron's name, there are no silent letters. 
<laughs> no silent letters. There's not a dearth of vowels or infrequently used consonants. So rock on for you, Aaron Dron, for um for a good name. Not and, like that <laughs> that ass pipe with twelve letters in his name. Who is really an ass pipe based on what you told us here. Oh, seriously. Good lord. You know what's you know what's gonna happen? That guy's gonna find himself with a looted guild bank. I mean, he's going to have, like, dust bunnies in his mm-hmm. guild bank at some point. Because somebody's going to take all his loot, and everybody's going to leave. Which is yeah, fine. So. Because, you know what? You know, guys like that, they don't, they don't care. They, they don't deserve it. But they, they don't care. These are the assholes that will post in, you know, trade chat. So-and-so and so-and-so recruiting mature. Yeah. Well-geared players. For core rating group, we've got, you know, five bank tabs, vent, and a sweet tabard. <laughs> PST for more info. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of, this is one of those guys. Yeah. You know, seriously. Well, thank you for sending in. I hope, I, I would really hope you're out of this guild. Yeah, I mean, seriously, do, dude. Doing ICC, you know, it's nice to do ICC, but not under those conditions. No. Yeah, seriously. No. I, mean, I, I would rather like play solo than put up with that nonsense. Oh yeah, I would honestly. I would actually rather watch somebody play solo. Yeah, than put up with that. Than put up with that. I mean, seriously, watch one of my buddies playing the game. Yeah, that's just yeah. It, uh, oh, you know what? People like that eventually, folks will get uh, sick of it enough and walk out. Yeah, they always do, and those kind of raiding guilds, they really do. Mm-hmm. Been there, seen it. Yeah. So. But you know what? There? You know what they'll say? Screw you guys! I'm going home. And you got twelve letters in your name, you bastard. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, but thank you for sending in your email. Yes, thank you. And moving quickly along from that one, so I don't get aggravated with it again. And hey, Aaron John, thanks for bearing with me through the rants, buddy. Yes. Yep. Rock on for you. <laughs> so we get an email from. Robinell, Robinell, Linnabor. Okay, Steve. I've done I've done that one to death. Anyway, okay. Anyway, uh, yes. <laughs> Tune in next time when Big V says everything backwards. <laughs> and before the emails come in, no, not gonna do it. Um, <laughs> um, hi, FTH Radio. Spoiler alert. This is Robinil again from Argent Dawn EU. Dude, you know what? I am loving all the EU servers right now. Dude, mm-hmm. how cool is this? This is awesome. They must really like they must really like, you know, what you guys have been doing since I've been gone. So apparently, you know, you appeal to more international audience than just when it was uh you know, when the cow was here. Not sure quite how to take that, but you know what? (laughs) Rock on. Anyway, Robinell continues. I have an account on the Cataclysm Beta. Nice. And after hearing your complaints about the Alliance not getting any serious shit happening to them, I'd just like to point out a few things which have happened to the Alliance. So, King Magni Bronzebeard has been turned into stone underneath Ironforge. I think that's what happened to him. And his daughter who was with the King of the Dark Irons and BRD, has returned and claimed the throne with her Dark Iron son. 
The dwarves are near Civil War, and the gnomes have been kicked out of Ironforge. Yes, the park has been destroyed. Operation Nomergon has screwed up because has screwed up because of an irradiation bomb, leaving the gnomes without a city. Like the Horde, many Alliance towns have been destroyed. The Horde have pretty much completely claimed Ashenvale. That's kind of wasted effort right there. Who the hell wants to live in Ashenvale? I know, really. Yeah, dear God. Just a few things to go over. To be honest, I think they've been hit as hard, but maybe that's just because I play Alliance. And that was Robinell from the Argent Dawn EU. Well, Robinell, allow me to retort. <laughs> okay. King Magni Bronzebeard has been turned into stone. He's kind of like Thrall. Thrall only got up once or twice that I know of. <laughs> Hell, Thrall could have been made out of stone for all I know. But I've never seen Magni Bronzebeard move. That's just me. And his daughter was with the King of the Dark Irons? Seriously. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, like, that's like dating, you know, it's like a girl dating the biker dude in high school. <laughs> you know who doesn't want to go out with the dark irons i mean seriously if i were a female if i were a female dwarf i'd so go out with a dark iron seriously i'd give it up for a dark iron like twice on the same date we're talking full service here but i'm not a female dwarf which is good so, the dwarves are near Civil War. Okay, well, you know, they've been there before. And the gnomes have been kicked out of Iron Forge. I don't see a downside on You know, that. there's not a downside here. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. Okay, so, Operation Omergon is screwed up because of a radiation bomb. Isn't that how Iron Forge got screwed up? I mean, not Iron Forge. Uh, no, Nomer got screwed up to begin with? Why are we going back to the same strategy? Hmm. Let's kill the Strogs with... Radiate with radiation. Hmm. Okay. Let's clean our city out with a different kind of radiation. <laughs> and not seeing it. A city. I'm not seeing it. But you know, not playing a gnome. I don't know. Mm. Um, like the horde, many lines towns have been destroyed. Well, okay. Good. I'm down with that. <laughs> really. And you know, I'm all about gnomes living in tents. <laughs> Seriously. Really. Who the hell would know? Okay. So we got a bunch of I mean well, you know, actually the one thing the one good thing I could say about, you know, the gnomes in Ironforge, it kept them out of everywhere else. Think about it. They were contained. They were right there. We knew where they were. If we had to find a gnome to punt, what's the easiest way to do it? Just Haul your ass on to the deep run tram. Off we go. And you can go find yourself a gnome to punt. But, eh. Okay, so, yeah, the gnomes, they're just kind of milling around out there now. So, they're refugees again. Again. Let's see. City gets nuked. So they go to live somewhere else. They go back to their city. They nuke it again. Where's all this intellect that they have? <laughs> Apparently, they've got like the highest freaking intellect in the game. Like, if you like, have a gnome madge, seriously, that guy could. I mean, they they could deal cards with their butt hair. I mean, <laughs> moving on. But uh... <laughs> they CD twice. Hmm. Okay. See, once again, not seeing a downside to this. Um. 
Now, having said all that, it's we'll, 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 love, we'll love you for writing. We'll love you yeah. for writing in, but, you know, it's two words. Actually, a word and a letter. Yes. Camp T. <laughs> really? Seriously. The Alliance screwed with Camp T, and you just don't come back from that. No. You have pulled on Superman's cape. You have spat in the wind. What the hell did Camp T do to anybody? It's just sitting there. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> yes. Not quite done with Camp T yet. No, no we're uh, done with Camp T. We're finished <laughs> with Camp T. So, thank you, Robin Hill, for writing in, really. Thank you for writing in. Yes. And, uh, you know, you're probably right. It's, it's Both sides are going to get hit. And it's, of course, the side you play that you're going to look at and go, damn, we're getting screwed. Yes, so, absolutely. It's it's like that all around. You know, it's like that whole, you know, nerf every, you know, buff everybody except. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. But, but thank you for letting us know. Hey, good luck with the Kata uh, beta key. And if you yes, have any more yes. inside dirt, please share. Yes. Yeah, let us know. We love spoilers. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. We're all about the spoilers here. And um, our hearts in black are black and full of envy. That you yes. have late key. Yes. Because they don't give those to, to horde players. It's just alliance. Damn blizz. Ghost crawler promised me a pony, too. No. <laughs> Thank you for sending in your email. Yeah. We are moving on. And this is an email we have from uh, Daedrina, who says, Dear Auntie Ed, Big V the absentee. Not Thunder- this time. Not this time. Thunderstep the Almighty and Grandmaster Z, your name is a title to begin with. This is another one of your Alliance listeners. Yes, only instead of a gnome, I have a human named Dedrina. If your memory is that of a sage elephant, you may recall I had a troll hunter by the name of Harshavi the Flippin' Fisherman. Harshavi! Yes! Alright, sweet! Welcome back! But now I am playing Alliance more and more often. Anyway, I was just writing in to say welcome back because I missed your last three episodes since the last time I checked with them for the month. In the other episode, I thought that um, the bit about humans and night elves starting all of the violence and then calling the horde the bad guys was comical genius. And the best part is, it's true! I shouldn't be cheering, but screw it. Also, I tried something on a tune of mine, and it worked amazingly awesome for me. Everybody knows that there is a macro button, right? Well, I went and made a macro that adds a saying to a spell every time I cast it. For example, my warrior says, Bleed, damn you! every time I cast Rend. It's awesome to watch your character say things like that when you're in the middle of a fight. Just make sure chat bubbles are on, otherwise it ruins the effect. Since I am human and not big buff orc or tall shoeless troll, for the Alliance Strength in Numbers, Dedrina. Well, thank you for writing in. Yes, thank you. Hey, I've done that macro, but I found um, I have to almost do two mac. I have to do have like two buttons, one with the saying and the one without, because if you have a spell that you cast a lot, it gets really annoying fast um, that you're saying the same thing like over and over and over again. <laughs> but I know quite a few people who do that. Um, Bugs Reaper, who on his death night, when he does uh, the death grip, you'll hear him say. Bring death to his doorstep, 
which is really cool. Um, but since that isn't, a, you know, when he does a lot, it's okay. When you do it a lot, it gets annoying, but that is very cool. So have, having fun with macros. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's okay. Yeah. You, you were whore before. You're, you know, be, honestly, being whore is kind of like having a tattoo. Even if you get it removed, you know, you, it's, still there. it's still there. You can see it under ultraviolet light. It's still you can. Mm-hmm. That's right. Got an email from Troll. <laughs> yes. Hey, Troll oh, Sky. I am so miss Troll. Oh, I'm seriously. so glad he's back. <laughs> yeah, seriously, welcome back, Troll. In case I haven't, in case I hadn't said it in game when I've saw when I've seen you, welcome back. Um, so Troll writes, "Hey, FTH Radio staff, see how I generalize everyone? Pretty cool, right? Oh yeah." And angriest of all dwarven folk who have climbed forth from Ironforge Mountain to claim lands for all members of the Alliance, except gnomes, because they suck. <laughs> you know, people used to say crap like that about me, and I loved it. And you know what? I love it that AD's getting that. He's getting the that love, That makes man. me happy. Seriously. <laughs> that makes, that, you know, warms the cockles of my heart, wherever the hell those are. Exactly. So, moving on. Tazah, Troll Sky, writing to you after my long hiatus from WoW. I just finished listening to the episodes I missed while I was gone and have a surprisingly small list of things to say, which I guess is good considering your new show format. First off, I love the Christmas special. Big V played the role of a bitter old man quite well. Almost too well. Hmm. The new Table Witches Round. Format rocks! It's cool to hear Zath, Thunder, Zog, and an angry dwarf outside of their segments. Although, I do have one question. What happened to Thunder, Onyx, and Munchbug? Oh, and what was Kasori's plan? When will all these questions and more be answered? When should I tune in? Because that's what I was thinking. Also, thank you for the fear I have of trying out the new Dungeon Finder system. Instead, I've decided to level alts and only run dungeons with guildies. Yeah, dude, that's pretty smart right there anyway it's good to be back in the game and seeing old friends and making new ones and off the air which by the way i have a huge shout out for you all rock i came back under par from the current content and skill level of the guild and off the air were very helpful whenever i had trouble taking the time to lend a hand and getting me prepped and ready for kata it's awesome to know that you can go missing for an extended period of time post a picture of yourself on a milk carton drink said milk go buy another carton use that one for your cereal and still come back to a fun and awesome guild well it's because we're all about the cereal dude really it turns out i came back just in time to aid my people in taking back our islands from that twisted zalazane even the gnomes got their home back but nobody cared because well, they suck well i'll let you get on with the show for the Horde, signed, your go-to troll when you need a troll to do trolly things. Troll. P.S. I don't mind sitting under bridges. Well, coolness. 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 <laughs> we have missed you, and we're so glad that you're back. And very cool that everyone's been helping you catch up. And sorry for giving you fear about the Dungeon Finder system, but it is warranted. Yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing ina- inaccurate about that. I've decided I have pug phobia. I, I can't do it. I And I see these guys in off the air just like suck it up and go. Recently, even Steve on his uh, new warlock has been going and he's like, I love this. It's like, oh, God, I wish I could. I almost wish I could, but I just can't. 
I have phobia. I have pug phobia now. I do it every now and then. And I haven't really had awful experiences. I mean, there are a few times when it's like, oh, God. I, yeah, yeah, people I have, do, people drop and you're standing there, you're waiting for somebody and it's usually a tank or a healer that bails. Mm-hmm. Every now and then it's um every now and then it's a DPS. And you know, as an aside, Cal's not even a prod spec anymore. He's Fury in arms. Because I'm not tanking anything. No, I mean I'm I, I gave up tanking a long time ago and said, hmm hell with this so you know and it's the it's the particular instance that uh yeah will make uh you know will make people drop like um what is, i mean when you see nexus no it's not yeah. nexus oculus oculus oh god dude nobody likes oculus no nobody likes oculus and who really likes that one out in uh dragon bot where you're um you know, you go down there and you've—it's got that big beetle that does pound. Oh, I don't mind that one. It's, I think, the shortest dungeon in the entire game. It That's is short. Why I like it. It is short, <laughs> and I like that. I just hate that last boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, watch pain. out for the earth. Oh shit! Now I'm up in the air, and I'm falling back down. And the healer's saying, WTF, L2P, noob. Uh, Mm, Yeah, yeah, this is why I can't... I've been scarred so often by the ass pipes that I I have pug phobia. Well, you know, here's the thing. They're just pissed off that their mom didn't get them any more Hot Pockets when she went to the store. This is true. This is true. Yeah. So, you know, they, they got some nerd rage going on. But, uh, hell, I'll definitely do a dungeon with you, troll. Yeah. <laughs> Just let me know. Uh, but thank you so much for writing in. Yeah, and seriously. We're so, so glad you're back. Uh, with regards briefly to your request to Thunder, I have forwarded your email and said, Troll is making big, sad troll eyes at you. Do another one. So, hopefully, we will have a new fishing in the nether soon. On that note, I will continue. We have an email from... Steve Collins. Woohoo, Steve! Steve. He says, hey, Auntie Ed and the FTH staff, and hopefully the angriest of angry dwarves. I have a mind-blowing tale for you. To make it short, I can summarize. I was in Ice Crown, doing the Shadow Vault chain quest. I couldn't seem to get past a few quests, but Naga was kind enough to help me. We got to the last quest in the chain, and we died, but a group of Ollies showed up, and unintentionally helped us get through the fight. We stuck around to help them, and to be clear with the Ollies, I pointed at the boss the quest needed, and one of the Ollies, a night elf hunter named, oh, jeez, E.L., oh, there's too many vowels, uh, <laughs> Elisadil from the Shadowmoon Guild. She nodded, and we proceeded to kick butt together. That would be the end, but later on, we met up again in the Valhalla's quest chain, and I helped them through the entire chain, and surprisingly, her and her group helped me as well. So, please give a big horde loving shout-outs to these undercover hordies. Oh dear. Uh, Alessa Jill of the Shadow Moon Guild, uh, Cheese Curl, a Night Elf Druid, and Pals, a human pally, uh, both from the Elven Planet Guild. 
Frost Lich, a night elf, death knight from the Riot Guild, and Death Come Now, a human death knight from the tight ah, from the Titans Clash Guild. They are awesome. Thank you. Sincerely, Steve Collins, Master of the Dark Schwartz. Well, that is awesome, actually. Dude, that is. And so freaking rare. Yeah, seriously. I never run into that. So awesome, and you're right, they're undercover wardies. So good for you, and it, it's nice to see that going on. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, good stuff, man. And we get an email from Arthazon. Little Lady Paladin, Off the Air, who says, Hey, Ed and V, I'd like to give a big shout-out to Urogs of the Off the Air Guild for helping my warrior get the quest Zulahead the Whacked when I asked who was free. Woohoo! Woot! Go for Urogs. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. You know, that's one thing I've noticed about OTA, is everybody's usually pretty um, pretty down with helping. Yeah. We, we try. I mean, I know there are some times where folks are kind of just, like, in the zone doing their own thing. Yeah. And so not always, but yeah, for the most part, folks really will help you out if they can. Oh, yeah. So that, that's an awesome thing. And thank you for letting us know that, Larth, because that is awesome. It's nice to hear. Yeah. And we have an email <laughs> from Moonhawk who says, Hey, Auntie Ed and all you other guys, except Big V. Hey! <laughs> this is Moonhawk sending you a mailhawk. Okay, and we're going to do the, the chibi version of special effects here. Squawk! There you go. With my words of wisdom. This time I have found a rather good one. And this month's word of wisdom is... If you want to test a man's character, give him power. What do you do with great power? Since this fits so well today, I'll give you another line. With great power comes great responsibility. Not everyone would be able to handle power. You know, also, with great power comes chicks. <laughs> the chicks, man. I mean, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. And a cool costume. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. What if someone gave you an epic-out level 80 character and said, Here, it's yours now. Let's see how you do. Not many players would be able to play it because, one, you didn't earn it, two, maybe you don't even know how to play this character, three, some people just don't like getting stuff for free without any work. That's it for this time. What have I done since last time? Well, I started a guild on an RP server, and it's doing quite well. We even have three guild meetings, RP of course, and made uh, some special rank for the top members like Warchief for the PvP Master and History Keeper for our guild storyteller. The name of my character is Warfather, Blood Elf Paladin, and my rank is Guildfather, since everyone calls me Father, which I really like. Guess that's all for now. Big hugs to everyone, but none for those who aren't there. Cough, Big V. Hey! <laughs> for the horde, damn it! Moonhawk. <laughs> well, Big V's here, so you have to hug him now. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, yes, no, he does. No, yes, yes. No. Back off. Yes. Back off. That big hug. Nope. Coming nope. your way. No. No. Get away. Get. Get. Stop. <laughs> get. Stop it. I'm gonna fart. <laughs> well, good for you for starting an RP guild. And I was gonna say guild meet. You have three guild meetings. Like, what's a guild meeting? <laughs> we haven't had, I don't think we've ever had a guild meeting. Maybe we should. Although knowing us, it'd be like, uh, so, it ended up being a BS session. Yeah. 
Probably. Basically. So in, in that respect, we've had many guild meetings. Yes, indeed. We, hell, we have <laughs> we, so many guild meetings, we don't get anything else done. Exactly. So if you look at it in that way, yes. But very good for you for doing it on an RP server. Make the RP happen, damn it. Just whatever you do, for the love of God, do not have any RP bursts. Thank you. That's wow. all I have to say about that. Yeesh. Yeesh. Yeah. Now, yeah, to... Um, you know, to touch on some of the things you were saying about, you know, you get a level 80 character. Um, I ran into that with the Death Knights. I mean, as most everybody will remember, I killed off my level 58 Madge, which was so stupid. Which we are told you, but no, you were going to do it, and you well, did. you know, I did. I mean, I really wanted to have a Death Knight that I had a connection with. And by George, I got it now. Um, <laughs> glowing eyes and hoop earrings and all, but um, yeah, I saved all of her uh, Death Knight starting armor. You know, just in case she has to go to a convention or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. But no, that and that was my main thing. Is you know, I don't want to start you know a character at this level without having earned it. You know, have, without having gotten into the character and, you know, seriously, there's something to be said for hauling your ass through Stranglehorn, uh, Stranglethorn Vale. And say, oh, God, you remember when we did the, the Green Hills quest? Oh, <laughs> hells. Um, so, yeah, I am totally down with you on that. As far as not even knowing how to play the character, I, I think there's something to that. However, you know, you mash enough buttons, you will figure it out. You may not. I mean, you're going to do it ugly. You know, you're going to be, you're going to be the guy from the back of the plane trying to land it. But mm. you know, yeah. As far as the free stuff, I could go either way on that. I like getting free stuff. I have people <laughs> send dig rats to you all the time. I'm not really sure why. I appreciate it. Well, I think they're sending to you because you sent to, to one of my characters a dig rat. Yes, I did. And so we decided to go ahead and make you some dig rat stew. Thank you. I kind of figured that's what it was, and I really had no idea what the hell the dig rats were for anyway. Did you see the special dig rat I sent to you? Yes, I did. Okay, because there was a special one I picked up. Yes, it came back I... to life. Yes, it did. A dig rat that came back to life. I mean, seriously, I'm going to have to go back and get another one of those. <laughs> That's awesome. It was a stunned dig rat. That's right. I was surprised, too. I looked at it and went, what the hell is that? And even Anda, even Anda did not know what that was. He had to look it up for me. Yeah, the thing is, though, you wake it back up, it does run away. Yeah, it was. It's a temporary thing. No, it no. doesn't. It's not like a permanent pet kind of thing. But it is neat. Yeah. Uh, so that's why everyone's sending you dig rats too. <laughs> no, and I'm totally down with the dig rats too. I kind of <laughs> like it. I mean, now here's the thing. I sent the pally fifteen freaking pumpkin heads that came back to me. How long has it been since you've been <laughs> on that one? Well, it uh, depends when you sent them because I was on him pretty recent. Uh, but if you sent them during a, a like earlier, then I sent them at the same time I sent everything else. So yeah, probably I wasn't on him yet. I haven't touched him in a bit, and, I've, and only recently have I touched him at all, like within the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. So, and it was just to kind of drag him out and make him tank. Oh yeah. Make him tank or make him like backup healer or something. Right. So yeah, he was definitely put on ice. 
It's I can all think about of, the lock now. Yep, I can think of fewer places better for a pally than on ice. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pally was never a huge... I was never a really big fan of him, as I, I made no bones about it. No, but you level the damn thing to 80. If I'm not a, if it, seriously, if I'm not a fan of it... It yeah. was the principle of it. Okay. It became the principle of the matter. It was like, damn it, you're getting 80. Okay. The Pally was 80 when I was still... No, was he 80? Was he 80 when I was still out in Hellfire? I, uh... It was close. Right. It was close. It was close, yeah. I've still only got 180. I have one level 80 character that's financing the whole lot of them. <laughs> ah, well... But that brings us to the end of our email, so thank you to everyone for writing in and calling in and sending in and all the awesome in things you do. Uh, we appreciate it from the bottom of our horde hearts that you do, and thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I got nothing. You got nothing? I got nothing. You got I nothing? Got, I, I mean, seriously, I, I, read, I read the emails. What else? What, what the hell do you people want from me? <laughs> Blood? What? I don't, wait, you need a kidney? Bone marrow? I think they just would, they'd be happy with a move. I read your fucking emails. Leave me alone. That's it. Out of here. Bye. See ya. Ciao. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Big V. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no. I'll see y'all next time around. Where's the moo? <laughs> moo. Moo. So, anything else? Uh, I think we've covered a lot of, uh, a lot of good things. A lot of lore this show. Mm, we yeah. have a lot of lore going down. And this was yeah. the lore episode. Yes, sorry was. sorry for exploding <laughs> with the lore moment. I don't think you should be sorry because if anything the bottom line on this one is folks, it's not only about gear and trinkets, it's also about context. Yeah, there's actually a damn good story if you took five seconds and read the fucking quests. <laughs> You're in a place. There are things in the place, and there's a reason for all of it. Yeah, you know, that, that would sound so much better if you did it with a Scottish accent. Uh, uh... <laughs> if, you, if you took five seconds and read the bloody fucking quest, you might actually get some decent damn idea why the hell you're running around poking bears wearing thongs with a loud stick. What he said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thank you to everyone for listening, tuning in and listening to this episode, episode 48. Yeah, don't forget Brewfest wow. is coming up. Brewfest, yes. Uh, unfortunately, yes, the show will air during the middle of Brewfest, but it's obviously being recorded prior to Brewfest. So... Oh. We'll play so, you know what we'll end the show playing our traditional brewfest music mm. that we love to play during every brewfest show and please remember a hint to those trying for the achievement if you're going for the achievement get your trinkets your coins whatever the heck they give you for finishing the quests get your outfit first Get drunk and dance in Dalaran, return the outfit under two hours, then you can get your Brew of the Month Club. Oh, Ed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They may have changed that. Those oh. motherfucking bastards. <laughs> I finally had it down, goddammit! <laughs> yeah, um, they basically, somebody had pointed out that 
somebody tried to do that for like the fire festival like get some of the outfits and then go back and get something else uh they would not let you return it Grr. that is such a great feature yeah <laughs> i know i'm just saying i'm just saying what i've heard well if they don't change it that's what you can do there's no way there's freaking no way you can do it then seriously are is there's blizzard no way you try- can do it are, is blizzard trying to to drive us from the game i well, swear because because i'm starting to wonder Supposedly, let me let me look something up real quick. Because the math, the way it works with the math, you can only get so many trinkets per day. Yeah, I know. And Trust me, there, I know. So, yeah, so does a lot of us know. There's no way you can get enough to get the full outfit plus Brew of the Month Club unless they lower the amount you need. Or they, or they, or they, right at the outset, expect you to spend two years to get the drink. To get the one achievement for that right. holiday, because you can get one or the other. You can't get both. I mean, I actually, I don't think. Oh, There's okay. Guide to Brewfest 2010 achievements. Let me take yes. a look at this. Okay. I'm looking at the ones that are required for the meta. Down with the dark iron. That one's easy as long as you're like there. And again, I'd recommend being there early on so you can chug the beer in. Because the more people that are there to chug beer and throw them at the Dark Iron Dwarves, the easier it is. Oh, absolutely. Um, Disturbing the Peace. You'll love this one. This is the one where you have to get the outfit, get blinding drunk, and then dance in Dalaran. Dance in Dalaran. Okay. That's no longer part of the meta. (gasps) Really? Yep. Disturbing the Peace is not part of the meta. Ah. Brew of the Month Club is. Ah. Gotcha. See that they used to both because there was no way you could do it otherwise. The okay, math you, just didn't add up. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. If you're not interested in keeping the clothing around, you might be able to sell it back to the vendor for a refund. But then again, you might not. Blizzard got rid of a similar trick for the Midsummer Fire Festival this past year. So for the moment, I would plan on getting 550 tokens, 350 for disturbing a beast, and 200 for brew of the month. If you want to do all the Brewfest achievements. However, Disturbing the Peace is not required for the Brewmaster meta and title. Just so I put an actual reference on this, I'm getting it from the WoW.com website. I do not take any credit from the stuff I just read. That was somebody else's research. Good on you. Good deal. So, okay, forget what I just said. Go buy, go save up for the Brew of the Month Club. (laughs) (laughs) Screw everything I just told you. Well, because you used to need them both. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I just I wanted to correct that real quick because I remember no, reading good that. Good deal. And for those early birds out there, start saving your small eggs mm-hmm. because you're gonna yeah. need them. Yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna Christmas. and you're gonna be able to auction them very well. Yes. yes <laughs> see, you. see, that's Zaz being the materialistic bastard of the group. <laughs> well, you know. It's, if, uh, you know, you're very nice to Thunder, I actually know a place where the eggs are 100% drop. Oh, so do I. So do I. So do I. Oh, well, we okay. Well, everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> and why you never see dragon hawks after a while. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, get it. It's almost like, you know what? Get it now. Before, yeah, exactly. Um, what is the other holiday that you need a vicious amount of those uh, damn small eggs for? I think we're out of the woods on the other one. There's the second one that you need, like, a bunch and I forgot what holiday it is. I can't think of it. Would it be Noble think. Garden? I, I don't think. Maybe it's a Noble no. Garden. No. Noble Garden, you get your own colored eggs that you find, and those oh, just right, spawn. Right. So. Um, I'm trying to. There was a second holiday that came about, and I went, oh, crap, you need small eggs for this, too? Damn it. It, um, it wouldn't <laughs> be pig, It wouldn't be Pilgrim's process, Progress. I mean, no, you, I know no. you got to do a lot of cooking stuff there, but. 
all the ingredients you get are from the vendors. Yeah. Which, by the way, when that comes down the road, which we'll, we may have another show before. Yeah. You um, can max out your cooking. <laughs> yeah. It is the most awesome, awesome, awesome thing for maxing your cooking. It's so cool. But even before that, which is probably the next time you'll hear us, is during Hollow's Ends. <laughs> where I love my candy buckets so Oh, yes. Candy buckets <laughs> yep. are wonderful. Candy buckets yeah. roll. I don't know how much how much, how much, much gold can an 80 get just by going to all the candy buckets, I wonder. Um, last, year, I, last year, it, it was at least 13 gold per bucket. 13 gold and change. Well, and actually, there's... not all of them. No, those are the bigger ones. The ones, I because I looked, uh, the, the small ones, the ones in like old school, mm-hmm. vanilla, are only like six and change. That's still nothing to sneeze at. No, it's not. Six gold, yeah. Six gold is absolutely nothing to sneeze at. When you get to Outlands and Northern, then it turns into 13 and change. And the thing is, when you think that they're at, like, every area where there's an inn, holy shit. Yes. (laughs) Think about it like this. Let's just just say pessimism that you have six gold per, per candy bucket, and you have, what, at least 50 candy buckets? Between the three areas, between Outlands, Northrend, and and Vanilla Wow, at least fifty. I'm thinking closer to seventy-five. Yeah. Think how much gold that is. That's a lot. <laughs> I love it for the gold. I also love it for the XP. Oh yeah. Oh Especially yeah. Especially if you have Lobby going, that's a yeah. good way to yeah. get them up. Yeah. So the next time you hear the show, we'll be singing the. We'll come on the show singing about candy bars. Oh yeah. Singing. Yes, we will sing. <laughs> About candy, the candy, 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 candy. <laughs> anyway, thank you again. As we were wrapping up the show 15 minutes ago, thank you for <laughs> listening. To the Are we music. surprised? Are we surprised? <laughs> and all this time, we're gonna have brew music going in the background. Because um, <laughs> I love the yes. brew music. For the Horde Radio, we have verbal diarrhea. Not my kid. Yeah, we're gonna end the show on that lovely note. Yeah, what You're a great welcome. idea. No. <laughs> thank you, listeners. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for um, tuning into the show for the Horde Radio, and we'll be back next month with more verbal, mental, and philosophical diarrhea. I have no dope no... quiet. I lost. Okay, all right. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have failed. You have failed. Um, <laughs> I've chosen poorly. You have chosen very poorly. Uh, yes, we'll be back in a month. As that says, so and Thunder says diarrhea. Uh, Angry tour. Why don't you fill us in on what they'll be back for? Another lore-loving, candy bucket-loving, epic event-loving episode of For the Horde Radio. That's a hell of a lot better than what we came up with. I know not. I started the second we get into it, the fucking call drops. I'm like, what? God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. All right. Yeah, speak nice and slow and enunciate and make sure you feel like your testicles are so large that you must carry them in a wheelbarrow. (laughs)
I am scary voice. You remember when Thunder said that we would never do math on that show? Fuck that. We're going to be all about calculations, bitch. We have all the calculus and spreadsheets that you need to get that infinitesimal stretch of DPS even better. I have no topic for that. Th that was great. That was awesome. I can't, I can't, I can't compete with that, Thunder. Okay, thank you. Oh, come on. <laughs> I can't compete with that either. Hell. <laughs> now I turn my microphone over to Lumi. I will be right back. Hi. 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 Hello. How are you? God help you. <laughs> <laughs> Lumi sitting there doing that entire rant, just kind of her her hand over her eyes, shaking her head. You know, I've heard this a thousand freaking one times before. <laughs> Actually, I went downstairs and I changed the loads of laundry, made myself some lunch, cleaned up the kitchen a little bit. <laughs> and he was still going. Yeah, exactly. I and he was still going. But I want okay. you to listen to that um, as a group because I wanted a live reaction. Okay, here, here's, the, here's the sound bite. Oh! You're probably getting a little bit of an echo, so everybody shut up. Popped out of her mouth from one of my guildies uh, about something totally different, but it fits. Uh, she was calling somebody in a pug a twat waffle. Don't know where she came up with that, but hey, it fits in this case. Thought you might enjoy that. Twat waffle. A twat waffle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new uh, new rank, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> jellyfish, you know, anal jellyfish, twat waffle, you know. Well, <laughs> fuck nugget, ass pipe. Yeah. Fuck nugget, ass pipe, yeah. Twat waffle. Twat yes. waffle. I, I just wanted to get the reaction to that phrase, twat waffle. <laughs> the connotations up and down the scale. I mean, it's sexually <laughs> dirty. It's verbally dirty, and it's mentally dirty. It's perfect. I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I wanted your reaction to that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that was actually that'll be a voice email sent in from Eddie Mama. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, which we'll play in its entirety later on in the show. Uh, but <laughs> I just had to get your live reaction to that word. Uh, just because it did the same thing to me. It cracked me up. So, <laughs> I, I just wanted a live reaction to that. Thank you. Well, bravo! <laughs> <laughs> your people out in wherever. Uh, I'm sorry, I just went to open my email and I have... Uh, people trying to break through. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm just looking like, you know, FTH Radio, want to please the ladies? What? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Thank you for asking, though. We appreciate it. Can you say bye-bye to everybody? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's going to go take a nap, and you can oh, leave. Oh, I'm envious. <laughs> All right. I want to take a nap. You know what? Little Miss, you come on and do the show, and I'll go take a nap. <laughs> no, you'd just, it, it would be for the Mickey radio. That's what it would turn into. Put me in mind immediately of something that another podcast had come up with years ago, or just, it came out of the blue. But as soon as I heard that, I thought of the brilliant gameologists and their term, Dick Whistle. 
<laughs> oh my! Wow! Say that again. <laughs> dick, dick whistle. <laughs> so, so it, it it kind of fits within the sentence that twat waffle and dick whistle um, they they belong kind of like nooks and crannies and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, getting this bad mental image of like a sexually themed breakfast or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Start your breakfast off right with twat waffle and serve it with a big heaping glass of dick whistle. There you go. <laughs> Favorite breakfast of Sacco and Vanzetti. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking of, you remember those uh, lollipops or something? The uh, the slider, you know? that. The, uh, oh! Oh, right, it, yeah. It's a dick whistle! <laughs> Boy, you know Jimmy, that. can I have one of those? Yeah. <laughs> I can just I, see I, that, like, showing up at somebody's bachelorette party. I claim copyright. Copyright. Copyright 2010. Zathras Industries. <laughs> LLC. LLC. Zathras patented the dick whistle. Very good. <laughs> to, all, to all you plagiarists out there, na-na-na-boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo. <laughs> Are we oh, six? My. What the hell? 